The following is a world-class bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, never let yourself change your mind so often that you look like OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> that man chuckling in the background is the last standing Simone Big Rig Nick Utam. Uh, is it just me or the more money that Joe Rogan has gotten, the crazier he's gotten? I don't, I don't know. It's the drugs, not the money. Okay, good to know. Good to <laughs> the know. MT. Yeah. You ever tried the MT? <laughs> I have not. But you ever see the video of the moose get hit by the car? Oh, dude. <laughs> Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Kendo, what's up? How do you follow that? <laughs> so, folks, welcome into tonight's show, episode 280 of World Class Bullshitters. we got a ton of topics to talk about. Uh, so, let's not waste any time. First off, guys, how you been? Not bad, just busy. Well, just rocking yeah, man. and rolling. Yeah, yeah I'm, getting, I'm getting all my shit together to go to DragonCon tomorrow, so that's going to be fun. Uh, time for sexy cosplayers, Nick? Uh, hopefully, uh, I don't know. It seems, it seems like a lot of people are like, you know, like hemming and hawing. It's like, I don't know. Should I go? Should I not go? I already bought tickets. The, the hotel room's a thousand dollars for the four days. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of that going on. So it, it might, it might be a ghost town. It might be fun as hell. I don't know, but I'll, I'll be posting stuff to my personal Instagram and social media. So everybody can kind of track me and make sure I'm safe or whatnot. So, so they know where to find you. <laughs> I mean, that's cool if that's what they're into. Uh, just stay six feet away, folks. It is social distancing after all. <laughs> so you're ready for a convention, but we're also ready for a convention next week. Uh, Dion, why yes. don't you tell the audience what's next weekend for World Class Bullshitters? So not this coming weekend, but the weekend after Labor Day. The one, the only, the fun in the sun, the one that can't be done. Horror Hounds, ladies and gentlemen, in Cincinnati, Ohio, will be going on very next weekend. All the bullshitters are going to be there. A few of your favorites, obviously, uh, Kendo Slice. He's a fantastic bullshitter. Great time. Great drinker. Um, my personal favorite, the a white girl who gets a white girl wasted, Nick Utam. Again, great time. <laughs> hanging out. He will be there as well. Of course, you'll have yours truly, the man without fear, the man with the tan, the original plan. Dion Green, then obviously a uh, special guest appearance by the actual host of this show, Jeffrey Hicks. He will be there in town as well, having a good time at Horrorhound. We're all going to fucking be there. We have a few uh, fan um, confirmations. I think Adam Shahan said he's going to be there. ETEP's going to be there. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to hear some crazy ass shit from ETEP telling crazy ass wrestling stories. There's going to be a fucking <laughs> suit involved. Um, um, the one and only, the wife, I think, is going to go. And fucking Lance Henriksen's going to fucking be there. We got, it's, yeah, it's going to be Henriksen's on our personal guest list, Dion. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he wanted to come because of us because we made it happen. So, yeah, I uh, think uh, we'll I, be posting. Go ahead. Oh, uh, Robert England's going to be there too. Um, I, I, I got a couple things. England's going to be there too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, ma yeah. Make sure if you know if you get any, if you want anything signed, you get it done by him because he's he's making less and less appearances uh, these days. So you know, make sure you get your stuff well, signed. Nick, this is the year I'm going to commit 
I'm gonna get my Halloween stuff signed by Nick Castle. Oh, nice dude. Yeah, he's a he's a super he's a super nice guy. He's a super uh, nice guy. Oh shit, Robert. Just Patrick, uh, just just to, just just remember, Robert Rooker. I mean, Michael Rooker's a fucking dick. So be oh, careful. Him. Wait, was Robert Patrick always going to Horror Hound? <laughs> no, no, no. They just announced him like two days ago. That's what I thought. Holy shit! There we go, Dion. Are you excited now? You can meet the T one thousand. Yeah, I'm <sighs> super pumped. One thing is, he he doesn't look too great these days. But yes, I'm, I'm all about. It. Well, you can meet us along with Jay, Silent Bob, and many others. The thing is, we actually have more fun than these booths because everybody wants you to just, I don't know, buy an autograph and walk away. We just want to drink with everybody. So if you're of age, come drink with us. <laughs> Hang out with the world-class bullshitters. And by the way, folks, tonight is a very special night. Uh, we want to dedicate this episode to the one, the only, superfan Adam Shawhan. Happy birthday, buddy. So folks, Happy do birthday. us a favor. Press one in the chat or just say happy birthday to superfan Adam Shawhan because he has been here. He's one of our longest listeners. He's a great friend of the channel and a great personal friend at this point. So, Adam, happy birthday, buddy. Um, I, I would I would like to ask for, for a favor from, from Horror Hound or, you know, the Horror Gods or anybody up listening up there. Please put us uh, at a table next to Deborah Voorhees. That's all I ask for. Ooh, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> I'll bring the cookies. Oh, uh, God. And, and hopefully she'll bring the low-cut shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so folks uh nothing uh nobody new to announce on patreon this week but we're going to record the hangover as well as uh, some new buffalo jeff stuff and another thing i had worked on a video actually it was more like an audio clip where i just kind of talked about uh some stuff you know uh, i think it was growing up some childhood toys and then i had the stream with salvador last week and then i was reached out to by a few listeners of the stream and they told me they enjoyed it so we'll put a little bit of that extra content over there just for fun now uh guys this week we're gonna play the word game because but we have something special that's gonna come in a little later in the show so um what's a good silly word wiener does that work wean bean (laughs) wean bean Uh. fuck it just folks because we have something better planned, the night the word is wanking again. So any form of wank, <laughs> you know, wankers of the lost ark is a classic. But we'll get it there is, later. It is. The now, long wank good night is another good one. The yeah. long wank with Gina Davis. Either way, you're going to win, buddy. Yay! Yay! So we don't tend to cover um, celebrities. Well, I guess it's not fair to call them celebrity by proxy because Joe Rogan himself built up his podcast, his comedy career, his UFC announcing. The guy has, you know, done it. He's made it big. And now he's in the news. <laughs> um, the first thing I woke up to, Dion, if you could believe, was Joe Rogan has COVID-19, is taking unproven deworming medicine. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it, that is fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, jeez. The most Joe Rogan thing to do is would be to get COVID-19 right now. <laughs> I just oh, it's not even to like get into the politics of any of this shit. I'm just saying of all people, like now we're going to know everything cuz this guy likes to tell us every little detail of his life. Right. Right. So <laughs> Doug Keller wanked and confused. Oh god. <laughs> You know, if we were ever going to send a screenshot of this show to Joe Rogan, I'd want it to be this: his smiling face, American flag in the background. Can someone, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see, let's see if I can, let's see if I can screenshot this. 
You can. And, and, then, yeah. and, then, and then we'll tweet it to him. I mean, if he's, if he's got COVID, he's probably laid up right now. It's not like he's doing anything. He's probably playing on his phone. That's true. Or he's using Onnit or Alpha Brain. That's O N N I T Onnit. <laughs> They're not oh, sponsored this week's podcast. Jeez, his, uh, his 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 crazy his crazy uh, health stuff or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, he was saying a bunch of that shit too. So all I'm, right, I, I'm going to I'm going to tweet this out through the WCBS Twitter to uh, to to Mr. Rogan himself. So <laughs> tell so him that I, we wish him to get better. Yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed the Joe Rogan experience quite a bit. I thought his yeah. interview with Billy Corgan was awesome. Overall, I love the Joe Rogan podcast. I just think it's of all people, he's a, he's very on brand. Let's put it like that. You know, like all the stuff you learn about through about him through his show and the products he advertises and stuff. I think this is, you know, life and art becoming one. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, so, so it's it, it's just that picture, and then Ed Joe Rogan, get well soon, buddy. Is that is that cool? Everybody agree? Good. Enough. I'm good with that. That's okay. Yeah, I right. like him. I want him to get well. That's not okay. Make right. sure you and add then... the promo code for on it. That's O N N I T on it. Get twenty five percent off your first batch. <laughs> <laughs> now, All right. It's out. It's 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 out there in the ether. It's it's gone. What's some of the weirder shit you remember him saying, Dion? Uh, just, you know, I'm an MMA, big, huge MMA fan. So I, I primarily listen to either the controversial guests or the MMA shows. Uh, and I think the one that is craziest for me uh, was when he, I can't even remember. I don't know. I, I just, I, all I remember is it was the Roseanne episode. And, you know, he, you know, she was, she went, was going full Roseanne too. So I, she was explaining what had happened. And, you know, she, then she starts talking about her c- crazy conspiracy theories. And he was actually like, yeah, you know, that makes sense. I just remember him agreeing with some of the crazy shit she was saying, or at least being open. It's entirely possible, as he said, was the one where I was like, God damn it, Joe, you, you are, and you are fucking enabling this crazy woman. <laughs> uh- he has always just been fun, but the more he leans into the drugs, uh, I just yeah. I lose. Tr- I don't want to watch him and Elon Musk smoke weed and listen to him talk <laughs> randomly. It's like unless they're going to fix all the world's problems on this podcast, it doesn't doesn't do anything for me. But well, no, that 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 would require him to talk to uh, Gates, Bezos, and Musk at the same time. It's like those guys have enough money to solve a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Well, Is they can true? send some. They can send a lot of it our way, and we'd also like to thank the people who have sent money our way. Omaha Steaks. If you need a delicious meal this weekend, <laughs> Omaha Steaks. Use promo code Go Fuck Yourself for more details. Nice. Oh, so I really don't have uh, much else to say about Joe Rogan. I wish him well. I good luck, but I just wanted an excuse to press this button, Ken. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. Every time he gets that fucking guitar to the head, I lose it. I love it. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Yeah, Yeah, promo code wanking2021. Fate in your own hands. Now, 
This image popped up today. Uh, Nick, or believe me, it was, excuse me, it was Kendo that shared this image. Uh, let's pull it up on screen because uh, this is going to be the perfect lead-in. Uh, on Twitter, Kanye yeah, West yeah. dropped an album. A hurricane is bearing down on Louisiana, and everybody hates the president. So welcome to 2005. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I feel like we have been ahead of the curve. We've been waiting. We pressed this button a million times, but it's finally George accurate. George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> yeah. It's like we've time traveled back 16 years. Oh god. I wish I wish I wish you would let that sit a little longer just to see uh Mike Myers' face just kind of like be confused and like what the hell's going on. I right love now. his reaction every time. I like Chris mm. Tucker's reaction. <laughs> he he consummate professional, goddammit. Oh yeah. Well, I had nothing but respect well, for Chris Tucker. Well, yeah, when he's, when he's paying his taxes, you know, but oh, god. yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Ah, those always accidentally happen. So you missed a few tax payments for a couple of years. I mean, that's okay. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, shit, it it slipped his mind for, you know, several years. So the reason this was perfect was because this was in the news, and I just wanted to share it with you. So we are not Kanye West fans nor haters. We're just, he's there. He's always great for a punchline. He's always interesting to listen to. He's always there for a good time. Would you agree, Dion? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just like his wife. Anyway, he is in the news. Uh Getting divorced. No. Peppa Pig trolls Kanye West after better album review. That's the most that's the most 2021 article I've ever fucking seen. And, and, and look, Al Gore's in that goddamn picture too. Well, he invented the internet, so he should be everywhere. But that's true. God. God. So what I wanted to share this with you because this is pretty legit. Peppa Pig is rubbing her new music video in Kanye West's nose, trolling him because his album came in at a lower score than the animated farm films album. Here's the deal. Peppa Pig's recent music offering, Peppa's Adventure, the album, ended at a 6.5 out of 10 from Pitchfork, slightly higher than the 6.0 rating for Kanye's Donda or Donda. Peppa Pig, a massively popular British TV series for preschoolers, is making sure Kanye and his fans know who got a better review with the show's official Twitter account throwing shade at Yee. And it reads, Peppa Pig didn't need to host listening parties in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium to get that 0.5. God damn. <laughs> Ouch! Peppa Pig so, throwing fucking shade, dude. That's if you're shit. not, that's fucking haymaker territory. No cat, no cat. Yeah, he's fucking landing bombs on that chin. You got ripped on by a cartoon pig. How does that make you feel, Nick? Exactly, Kendo. How does it make you feel? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean. If I'm getting ripped on by a cartoon pig, but I've got the Yeezy bank account, I'm feeling okay about myself. Besides, he's Dion? a little genius. He's the voice of a generation. He ain't no gay fish. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's he's. I think he's the richest richest black man in America right now. But um, I think because of that, he just doesn't care anymore. It's like I'm just doing what I want. It's like okay, good for you, buddy. Don't get mad when a cartoon pig takes over. You know, does better than you then. Wasn't that the cartoon that had to teach kids to stay away from spiders or some shit because the kids in Australia were like touching spiders based on this cartoon? <laughs> oh, pigs out of the UK, I think. Okay. May, may, no, no, I think you're right. Yeah, no, you're right because yeah, people were starting to do that shit. Okay, it's I just I get concerned uh, when I get my cartoons mixed up. 
By the way, you know what cartoon I have newfound respect for? What's that? The Angry Beavers. Uh, that is that is an amazing cartoon. I've loved it for a long time now. When it came out, I watched it and I was just like, "This is okay." But I went back to we- uh, watch it last weekend, and I was like, "This is way better than I remember." <laughs> oh yeah, I think I, th- I think I bought the entire series like from Shot Factory before. Like they had it was like the last they're having some sort of closeout, and I b- I bought it just right before like all of them, you know, went out of stock or something. So I got I got the whole thing. <laughs> Romancing the wank and wank of denial. Mm. Those are good film titles. So, yeah, Yeezy, you got made fun of by a pig. Let's move on. So, You mentioned the richest black man in America being Kanye West, right? Yeah. So I have to pull up a picture because this is important. Who is the most important black man in America? Uh, Al Sharpton. (laughs) Who? Dion Green. Dion Green. That's the <laughs> correct answer. Well, sadly, Dion Green's not in the news this week, but this, the actually most important black Only man. In the- Here he is. Mr. Oh, Jordan Jesus Peele. Christ. Uh, I like Dion Green better. Yeah, we yeah. all do. I mean, Dion, De- Dion, you got you got robbed. You should you should be holding that uh, that Oscar. That's what I'm saying. That's bullshit. How that guy get it over me? I was the I show. Him. Kanye should run in and say, "Hold up, hold up, hold up." We all know that Jordan Peele had a good year, but Dion Green's video was way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the reason Jordan Peele is on your screen, folks, is because I have great news. Jordan Peele signs multi-year TV deal with Universal Studio Group. Following the historic success of Nia DaCosta's horror flick Candyman, Jordan Peele and his Monkey Paul production banner behind Candyman, along with MGM, have inked a new creative TV partnership with Universal Studios Group. The executive pact follows Peele's existing bond with the company that is established in 2019 with a Universal Picture deal uh, that got us great horror films like Get Out and Us, which grossed more than $500 million worldwide. And here's why I brought this up. The term visionary is thrown around all too frequently in our business, but in the case of Jordan Peele, it could not be more apt, said Perlena uh, Igboqua, chairman of Universal Studio Group. Visionary Jordan Peele. You heard it here first. Well, folks. okay, yeah. I, 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 have, I have beef with that, along with the first part of the article saying that Candyman made money on, like, and it, and it did so well at the box office. It made $22.3 million. You want to know what the budget was for that movie? $25 million, okay? But Nick, Nick, you have to just shut up and accept it because it is the highest grossing opening weekend for a film directed by a black woman. Come on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's let, let's keep let's keep moving that fucking goalpost around to where we needed to and then like make make a hundred articles about it with the, with those fucking headlines. Yeah, that's it. Let's not ignore the math and the fact this movie was supposed to come out last year and it's cost them cost the studio more money by sitting on the shelf and now they barely break even on an opening fucking weekend and somehow because it's because because she's black and she has lady parts. Yep, we're we're, we're going to praise her in in the headlines and like she cheated a good job awesome well i mean i look i support this movie 100 i don't know what that racist misogynist nick was on about but this movie is stunning <laughs> fuck and you. it's brave fuck okay? you you better be careful there nick <laughs> i have nothing but praise for this movie and that woman oh uh, really did, did you go watch this weekend then i'm sorry what did you go watch a movie this weekend then if you praised it and loved it so much oh yeah i totally watched movies this weekend okay all right to give us some details about it then, because I haven't. So I'm curious. This guy, and he's a bad guy, and he kills people, and his name's Candyman. And then um, 
some other shit happens, and then the good people win. Wow. Um, I'm compelled. I'm going to go watch it now, even though you're wrong. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you that. that was so perfect. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, visionary Jordan Peele. Um, awesome. We're going to have his, his brand of entertainment on our screens for a decade to come. Oh, now that Tyler Perry's an Oscar winner, and he's an That's Oscar true. winner. Not for a movie. I just feel. <laughs> I just feel so much better about life. I just, just. I don't know, man. Like even 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 when they announced it, you know, last year they were making it and redoing it, and he was producing it. I was just like, I don't want to see it, and I still don't want to see it. And I I I I do love how they're like saying like, oh, twenty two point three million dollars is a success, like. Then what the hell? Black Widow made eighty million dollars in a weekend. Not like is how does how do how do you compare that? Like what what the fuck's going on with this? Like are we just ignoring numbers entirely now? We're just like moving the yes, goalposts and making headline that articles. Math, that common core stuff. Oh, God damn it! We just make shit up and hope that it works. <sighs> God. So briefly, while we're on the topics of movies and deals and really fun stuff, did you hear about Paramount and how they have officially gotten rid of all of the uh, remaining 2021 releases and everything's been pushed back? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll pull something yeah. up for you in a second. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yep. The release dates have now changed next year. Oh, God. So here we go. Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible 7 are delayed again, as well as Jackass. Well, <laughs> one out of three ain't bad. Well, two out of three in this case. Yeah, I know. I I I heard I heard that Ghostbusters is like pushed back a week as well, and I'm just like, okay, cool. I just hope it comes out finally. Oh wait, Ghostbusters got oh. pushed back a week. Yeah, I got pushed back a week because oh, I think I, I, I think I think it was like November 10th or something, or 12th or whatever, and then it's like the 19th now or something. So well, perfect. Big difference between a week and then pushing it back for like eight months. Well, I have the dates right here. So Mission Impossible was supposed to come out. Um, it's going to come out three months later, August 22nd, 2022. Uh, Jackass was supposed to come out this year in October, which sucks. Now it's going to be back out in February. So that's really bad. Holy shit, man. <clears throat> I just saw the trailer for that. Yeah. And to put a movie in February is like, is, is pretty much killing it. That's really bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure. Um, Ben Margera's having the last laugh. That's right. I felt like oddly compelled to listen to his story. I know, me too, man. I'm not even a huge fan of his. Oh, I know how you feel about Ben Margera, and when you're <laughs> kind of sympathizing with him, you know the story's kind of fucked up. Exactly. I know we talk about it all the time, but one more time, the fucking Steve-O documentary and then the fact that he stayed clean ever since that, still yeah, inspiring, man. and I still love his fucking story. He's a fucking man. I, I'm a huge fan of Sebo, and yeah, he's uh, crazy because we saw him during his craziness. So we saw him when he was taking fucking whippets and doing that weird ass show on USA After Raw, where oh, he just Dr. Steve-O? yeah, like that shit is crazy. We saw all that. We watched him rise and then fall, 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 and we watched him come back, which is that's the cool part. He's that's come that. back. Yeah, I think I think he's on his what fourth set of teeth right now, something like that. Yeah, well, they're not brand new; they just they just cover his really shitty ones. Yeah, yeah, they're called yeah. veneers. 
Yeah, because I, yeah, I remember seeing like uh, some like, small little documentary on YouTube or whatever about how, like how he's got so many teeth from like you know the jackass stuff and things like that, and what his little nubs look like. I'm just like, that's te- that's fucking terrible. That is fucking horrible. Yeah, dude. Man ain't got no teeth. Yep. So someone had sent me um, a video. Dion, do you like Logan Paul? No, I don't like Logan Paul. Some guy quit his job to go beg Logan Paul for a job and was turned down on camera, and now he's crying on the internet. <laughs> oh, well, I feel like that kind he's, of serves him right. Yeah, 22, uh, a 22-year-old making $100,000 a year uh, got turned down by Logan Paul for a job. Boo-hoo. He was making six figures a year. Why? Why is he asking Logan Paul for a job? Wants that fame, baby. Wouldn't you suck on that tit? No, I not especially not through Logan Paul. You have to say, is it a tit? I just want you to see the guy cry real quick. Bragging about yeah. three million dollars. I quit my job. No, wait. I'm. It's a story. I'm interested. Story. I just talked to Logan Paul. What the fuck? Just being nice, and I get it. Media, whatever. He has to be nice. Before I approached him, he was bragging about making three million dollars. Wait, what did you want to do? Here, twenty-two. I can make hundred thousand. That's cool. And I want to. I want to. Oh my god! This, this is the goddamn whitest thing I've seen all fucking week. Damn, I swear to God, I'm oh, Holy shit! I make a hundred thousand a week, dude, and I'm crying because oh, I want, I want, I want to, I want to be, I want to be butt buddies with with with, with, with Logan Paul. What kind of what kind of bullshit is this? Twenty two. The last thing I would do is be quitting my job to cry about some pop person not giving me a job. I'd be out cashing that six-figure paycheck, driving a cool car, and banging as many people as I could. Yeah, why? And and he, it, 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 looks like he, it, it looks like he's in his Prius crying. I was like, "What are you doing, buddy? What the fuck's yeah. going on, bro?" He's got a sunroof that is definitely not a Prius. Parties, man, <laughs> rolling up in your your fucking awesome Benz and just you know, my boyfriend has to work all night tonight. That's great. I make six figures. Let's go back to my place. <laughs> But no, this dude is fucking crying because fucking Logan Paul won't give him a job. Well, you know who? This dude's you know crying because a fuckboy won't give him a job. Too? Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Logan Paul, you're crying because of fuckboy aren't actual professional boxers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it... dude. That's... If I were 22, making a hundred thousand a year, get the fuck out of here, man. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be going asking some fuckboy from Ohio, USA for a job. Yeah, I, I would yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't quit the six figure job to go to go to go ask like homeboy um <laughs> for for money. It's like no. <laughs> That's insane. Even, Plus, if you even, have a six figure job, you can get another one. You fucking goober. What are you doing? Did you burn every bridge? Hendo, <laughs> do you remember when we had that guy? Or actually, we've had multiple people send us job applications. Yes. So, yeah, folks, people have come to us in a similar way. Like, hey, can we work for you? And I kind of every time is like, it's just us. <laughs> like, yeah. we, we it's like, like, thank you, but we don't. It's four of us. No, man. Like, it's all right. It's, 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 it, it, it was usually just 
Uh, thanks for your interest, but we're not currently hiring. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kendo, Kendo over there with the with the very corporate answer. Well, if yeah, you, I mean, if, look, yeah. I'd rather get those than the copious amounts of. I rewrote Star Wars Episode Seven. What do you think of my script? I ain't reading it. Fuck off. Yeah, and that's and and that that's that, that's the best thing you can do because you know if we ever do anything related to that, then we can get you know sued or whatever. So, sued. well, one thing I do enjoy is just uh, the interest. So, folks, if you want to work for us. Sorry, it's just send us job applications. I yeah. just can't promise you you'll get a job. Oh, if you have a tasteful business card, maybe a nice bone, uh, <laughs> you might be a job. Oh my god, <laughs> do they have a watermark? <laughs> so I kind of geeked out the other day when they announced the American Psycho 4K um, steelbook from Best Buy. I was like, yes. And I it like opens up and has like a special compartment. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to get us WCBS copies. Is that what you guys oh. would consider a WCBS film? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I consider guys, Ghostbusters yeah. uh, a WCBS. Oh yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. Ghostbusters, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's as if it, you it, were to bias copies and then business cards, those could theoretically be wrote off as long as we use it for channel content. I'm just saying. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Um, Government you should see some of the. Yeah, I mean, you could always do a review of 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 said of said uh, said disc, you know. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. it on Patreon. Yep. 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 And we need the business Ooh, cards uh, to promote our business. Yeah. We. Oh shit! I gotta look for the business cards to give out at Horror Hound. I have a box of them sitting somewhere in this. I think I, I, I have I have a very small pack of stickers in my backpack somewhere. I gotta I gotta bring with me. Oh, nice! I have. The only stuff I have is really a stealing solo stuff, but that that goes to the backers. So um, maybe next Horror Hound will have some extra stuff to give out. But in the meantime, folks, uh, we'll let this guy cry in his Prius a little later. We want to catch up <laughs> with you guys. So we'll be right back in just a moment. Who's that Pokemon? It's John Cena! Oh, that, his song was like fucking nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, oh, yeah. but I think I added the greatest lyrics of all time to it, Dion. So I feel proud. Yep. Yes, you did. So our first super chat comes from our friend Cesario Japan, who says Buffalo Jeff for president. Hashtag Buffalo Jeff 2024. So thank you for reading the description, Cesario Japan. Thumbs up to you. Uh, Space Monkey 0899 says, John Cho is handling criticism of portrayal of Spike Spiegel in a very professional manner. He is much more respectable of an individual than Daniela Pineda portraying Faye Valentine. So, guys, I know you don't follow anime that closely, but have you heard about Cowboy Bebop's live action adaptation? Uh, um, did we talk about it briefly last week? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we I showed a picture, the very first picture. And now this week, there's fan backlash because... The actress is basically coming up with some bullshit as to why the show can't look like the show, i.e. tits. So fans complain. (laughs) There's a backlash. Uh, People are talking about this. I wanted to ask you guys if it's important to have Aquaman and Captain America and Iron. Well, Iron Man doesn't really work out, but the guys that have to have the physiques to match the books. 
Is it fair to want the same when adapting a female character, or is it sexist? Uh, no, that's that's called equality, Jeff. That's what that is. Yeah. Nah, it's totally sexist. <laughs> totally. All right, we got two out of three. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I ain't touching this one with a 10-foot ball. You know, <laughs> you should you had a want to be ball, as accurate. You? you should want to be as accurate as possible for sure. I, I, I'll say that. Although I'm not going to lose sleep if the thing they change is the gigantic anime tits <laughs> yeah yeah that's the, yeah like I'm, I'm not yeah. i'm not even i'm not even gonna watch it so it doesn't really matter but still like you know well, i'm still gonna watch it but i'm like you know the, the the tits were drawn that gigantic in there for a reason which you know and if you could if you decide to get a big busted woman cool you know but <laughs> it's almost like they know <laughs> because, who the target audience is right yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lose any sleep on this one. Yeah, that's 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 100 true. But I mean, you know, like I, I've seen, I've 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 seen so many uh, cosplay girls cosplay this character, and like, yeah, right. they 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 have them hanging out, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, they can do it. Well, the thing is, she right. came up with some bullshit excuse. Uh, she's like, oh, it got lost in my crevices, this, that, and the other. It's just oh. more of the same way they talk to fans in general. Um, I wish I cared because I like Cowboy Bebop on Blu-ray. I liked it when I watched it on Adult Swim. I had an action figure of Spike. I like that, but I don't want more. Right. It's weird. It's like compartmentalized. I like it just as that one thing and nothing else. Kind of like see, the that's the, the important point. I think I think some things. I mean, I think we briefly touched on it last week. Uh, some things shouldn't be live action, you know, and. Cowboy Bebop is so fantastical. I think that it, it's. It, I agree. I, th- I don't think it's going to work live action. It's going to work in the same way that Valerian City of a Thousand Planets works, where it just doesn't fucking work because so many things like this are are changed. You know, the, the sexuality is a important part of the original in its medium, and then you do it with a live action. You know, and you're not going to have the gigantic tits. You know, it's just. It's just it's, it's tough to sell. Well, at the same time, who's going to come out? You know that that's not going to be knowing that it's such an extreme thing in its own medium. You know, I'm not going to. You know, I'm not. I'm not upset that she doesn't have gigantic tits. But yeah, when you give like kind of whack ass excuses, that's when it's like just just say you don't want to have the tits in there. Like don't don't try to play it yeah. off like I just forgot. Like you read the same thing I read. Come on, I got a request from the audience. I were for the audience. You know, we always ask for them to make uh, posters and stuff. Yes. Anyone that's out there, find us just all all clothes, but make a poster of all the women from anime that they change and adapt, and then just take the Attack on Titans logo and Attack on Titties and tweet that to us. If it looks cool, we'll retweet it. Uh, Because, you know, that's our stance on it, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Titties. Uh, John Cho also said, this is from Space Monkey 0899, John Cho actually watched Cowboy Bebop when preparing for the role. So respect. Uh, I like John Cho as an actor. It's kind of, I just, I, my opinion is just the show should be a cartoon. That's it. I don't yeah. Care. Yeah. But good luck, John Cho. You're always the MILF dude. <laughs> good point. <laughs> it's true. That's 20, role, baby. What is it, 20, 20 years ago? He he came over twenty the, years ago. Over twenty years yeah. ago, <laughs> he's the milf dude and Harold. Roldy, yeah, Roldy. Have we ever watched Harold and Kumar for the channel? We have not. Uh, when we get back from Horror Hound and announce everything, we add that to the list. Awesome. It'll be fun. Uh, I would love to. Get... 
<laughs> Hold on, this is there. We go. Fear and wanking in Las Vegas. Thank you, Cosmic oh, Vader. <laughs> Sh Rebels Eight says, "I'll take a George Bush and a horse for Dion." Well, Dion, I'm no, sorry. No, don't be speaking for me. No, no, no. The opposite day. Well, what do you want first, Dion? George Ma. Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah. Then just stop there. <laughs> there you go. Well, guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> there you go. God damn, man. <laughs> you know, earlier today at work, I was really tempted to send some pictures over to you guys because as I was sitting there at my desk looking out the window at this wonderful pasture, there was all these horses just playing so gleefully out there. I was like, hmm, I wish Dion was here right now. <laughs> I just don't understand why you guys think I'm like a fucking World War II POW survivor. <laughs> like, if I see a picture of a horse, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, pictures of them don't you bother me. the street once. <laughs> I, it Quite. was one that was there in person. <laughs> I'm not going to open my phone and be like, oh, I got to close it out. Like, it's, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm uh -huh. not fucking a Holocaust survivor. I feel like there's PTSD <laughs> that might get triggered. I did. <laughs> right. Exactly. Thank you. That's perfect. There you go, man. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, oh, shit. Our buddy Salvador, who says, Buffalo El Jefe for El Berzidente. So thank you, Salvador, for reading the comments. And uh, Sal, thank you for the uh, That lead. was the most American way to read Spanish I've ever read. <laughs> I know, oh. I know. Buffalo Jeff, El Jefe for Arabella's Dente. No, no, I don't want to have to roll your R's. El Batbo's Dente. R's. You can't really roll an R when your tongue's touching a microphone. You should have did it. Remember, Remember back in the day when... You know, Christina Aguilera was a thing, and then like Latino flavor became the thing as the two ninety nine was becoming two thousand, and she started no. instead of being Christina yes, Aguilera. suburban white was, dad. Tell us more. She went from being yeah. Christina Aguilera to Christina Aguilera or whatever she was trying. Oh to no, no, I dude, I remember that. I remember that hardcore. It was funny because yeah. like, and she was she no was... longer Christina Aguilera. She was now Guatemala American Christina oh, Aguilera. Geez, and it's man. like, come on. And, and 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 all and all of a sudden, like overnight, she grew an ass. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Squats. What did you, what did you do? Yes. I'm just glad that the song Smooth by Rob Thomas and Santana is rarely played. Good. Fuck. Oh, I love that song. I hate oh. that song so much. Oh, it needs to be God. played more often. Uh, oh, no, Dion. It's played 4,717,000 times in 1999. That's yeah. enough. <laughs> oh, God. Not enough. The rebirth of Carlos Santana. It's like, Hey, Carlos Santana's coming back. It's like, oh, dude, that guy's a great guitar player. You got the kind of love, and that could be so soothing. Give me your heart, make it real, or else we'll get about it. Well, hey, 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 hey. Well, I mean, Dion's going to bring his speaker, and I'm going to bring mine, and we're going to link him up, and we're going to play that song all weekend. So, right. I can't wait. Santana, who's Rob Thomas? <laughs> I'll be Rob Thomas. Uh, yeah, that, okay. that Deal. Works. That works. Deal. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 I 
mean, if we have if we have access to power, it'll be funny because like if they, if they try to we unplug, have access like... to power, Nick. I didn't cut. Okay, it. okay. Well then, well then, it's gonna be funny when people try to like unplug those speakers because like they're battery fucking powered. So we jokes on just, them. We should just play our podcast in perpetuity that weekend. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna go on record as saying 1999 was probably the worst year for pop music that I can ever think of. Um, commercials though are the best. And the movies were amazing. 1999 is probably the best year artistically on record, minus the music. Because that was the year I started driving when I got my license. And so there was a lot of just driving around my buddies and the radio being on. And we could only really get like one or two stations. And I just remember hearing those same like eight songs over and over again. And I hate oh, it. God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was bad. Gray. I wish you would have chosen. <laughs> that was from the 2000s. <laughs> think i don't care i still i still wish you wouldn't choke oh jeez <laughs> don't make fun of macy gray god damn it she was in spider-man yeah, yeah she goes when she tries to say goodbye she chokes yeah she's trying to walk away and she stumbles by the way kendo you are correct it is from 1999 apparently apparently she stumbled really far because ain't nobody heard from her in a while so that's that's fine <laughs> yeah that's okay we stumbled out into the woods oh shit yep. uh Let's see how, how much your net worth is. Would you guys like to guess? <laughs> Negative uh, twenty grand. <laughs> two and a half million. I'm gonna go with eight hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> uh, she has a celebrity net worth of twelve million dollars, but oh, some people okay. estimate she has a net worth of up to twenty three million dollars. So maybe Gray is all right. It just goes to show you people will buy anything. So True. folks, keep watching for more opportunities from Omaha hey, Steaks. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> what do you mean you people <laughs> it works both ways uh claus dork what's up he says hey wcbs crew i just watched the new space jam or spam and the only oh, funny thing i saw was that they sprayed on lebron's bald spots there was that <laughs> hey man you need you need those quick fixes. B, jordan you gotta you gotta you gotta get those quick fixes in before you know before the camera shoots at like 18k or some shit yeah it what literally was at the point where Kendall and I were just drinking, and it got to as the if the movie gets worse as it goes on, and True. we just keep looking at each other. Yeah. Like, did you, you did, did you did, did you reach the point where like alcohol was no longer a thing? It's like alcohol will not save this thing. It's just not going to happen. We were literally like, we might have to turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, was those, so bad. Yeah, it was that bad. We were like, we got we can't keep we can't keep doing this. But at the same time, it was like we want to see how much worse it can get. God, it got so worse. It, it, it got so much worse. But if it's any consolation, I'll tell you guys, as, as somebody that is in touch with the Ute of America, um, <laughs> I was talking to some of the Utes today, two Utes to be exact, and we were discussing Space Jam 2, and that movie was universally hated by several of the of, of, of the young folk I was talking to, as well as the new Star Wars movies. So I'm like, mm, mm. that's what's so funny about it. It's like the people that they aim for, aim for, hate it. Like actual kids to make it kid friendly and all that, while also trying to like weirdly try to tell them what's right and what's wrong, hammer it down their fucking faces. Yeah, dude. Like I've, they I've, don't I've, like that shit. They don't yeah. like it. Yeah, I've I've been asked my nieces and nephews about it. They're like, Star Wars, what? I'm like, okay, I'll show you the good ones, and then that'll be it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's people at work who talk to their like, yeah, My kid wants Star Wars. They're like, Mandalorian's cool, but they're like, Yo, the movies suck. Yep. Well, I got a video I'm going to put out 
on this topic. I don't want to give anything away right now. I'll tell you guys off air exactly. But Salvador, thank you for the information because we have proof of exactly this thing happening right now on a grand scale that uh, reaches millions and millions of people. So we'll tell you more on Saturday. There's a little teaser. I'm not going to give everything away. What is this? No. So let's move on so we can get back to some of our big topics. Uh, where were we at, though? Our friend Salvador, thank you. Klaus Torek, Shock and Funk says, hey, WCBS, just wanting to give a recommendation to watch episode four of Marvel's What If? It's most likely the standout episode of the series. Have you guys watched What If yet? Not yet. Our plan is to bi- we weren't going to watch the first few. We we're going to binge them over Labor Day weekend. I think I'm going to join you so we can be caught. I haven't watched a single episode, but I'd like to be caught up. And then when we hang out next weekend, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll try to we'll try to keep in tandem so we can talk about it at Whorehound. Yep, perfect. We can talk shit, as we always do. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of talking, Dion, uh, are you excited to talk this Saturday to our now friend Richard Chu, the man who edited Star Wars? I am. I cannot wait for that shit. I'm going to ask him so much shitty questions. <laughs> now, folks, uh, this is encouraging. Yeah, it is. Well, we are world class, so you have to put that on first. Uh, Folks, we will have an interview. Not we. uh, We'll be over on Jesse's channel for a movie club. We watched uh, What is a Man? and Nothing but a Man, excuse me. And then we're watching Mudbound. And Richard Chu, the guy who edited Star Wars, picked those. He wanted to talk about those and start a film club. And when the guy who edited Star Wars and made it, in part, uh, as wonderful as it is, wants to continue to hang out and work with you and stuff, you do. Plus, it helps that he's an awesome dude. So we're going to have a lot of fun this Saturday. Uh, follow our Twitter and social media for the exact time. But I think it's – what time is it, Dion? Is it 5 p.m. Eastern? Yeah. Or five. Okay. So be on the lookout for that, folks. We'll let you guys know uh, when we're going live. TLJ Screwjob says, WCBS on time. Dion finished Dark Fate early for once? I know. <laughs> awesome. Listen, I don't understand how this is still a thing. Okay, uh, it's very clear that I don't like that movie. There's no, no one here has said that I like the movie more so than these three assholes. And every time it's been no. Hi, I'm Dion Green, and you know what my favorite movie is? Dark. Don't. Food. No, fuck you. <laughs> well, I mean, just her movies glitter, so you know. That's true. It is true. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Dion. Just because. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Every time, fucking. Anyway, the the fucking point of the matter is, holy shit! I still laugh about how much that movie was put. I I go back and watch like trailers for it, and I'm like, God. Huh. Miller was so fucking confident before that movie came out, and he has been quiet ever since. Yeah, I yeah, I I love how after the numbers came out, he just kind of like nothing, nothing, nothing. Nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody gave a shit. Yo, yo am I a pussy for not liking this movie? Am, am I am I a threat to 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 the fucking idea of a man, Mister Miller? Since your movie yeah. fucking sucked. Nah, you just, her mask her her masculinity and femininity just scared the shit out of you or whatever it was because you're a misogynist or whatever the fuck is he said. <laughs> God, that was so fucking funny. Oh man, he didn't. He hasn't said shit since. It's like now the idea. Fuck these babies that don't like my fucking female Terminator. She's gonna scare the shit. Like, like what? What do you think this is? An after school special? Like you people gonna watch it 
And then they're going to say they loved it. And then they're going to be like, oh, my God, you were so smart. You were so right. I realized that I was scared. And that was what was holding yeah. me back from being I didn't realize how much of a, a misogynist I was. And then I saw it moving. Oh, my God, she scared me. And I'm so sorry. It's like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that was never going to fucking happen. <laughs> Oh, what did he like? What did he? That. What did he? What the fuck did he think? Like, like dudes are gonna watch a movie, think they're massages, and go to therapy. Like, that's what's gonna happen. Like, we're all gonna yes. be cured. That's gonna happen. Yeah. Like she was gonna be. Like she was gonna become the next Bruce Willis. Like, like that movie was gonna change. <laughs> it was gonna be as good as T two, and she was gonna be the next action <laughs> star of the next fifteen years, and everyone was gonna change how they felt. And it's like that's not how that happened. I can't imagine you watched. He watched that movie, and he was like, "Yeah, this is gonna do it." It's yeah. like, oh, this movie sucks. Yeah, and they did that four or five times, and every time they they touted a movie as being like this, you know, that thing, they just all of them failed. Every single one of them failed, and it was hilarious. Right. No one ever comes out and says, "I'm making a groundbreaking movie." We're making a groundbreaking movie. We're gonna make a movie that changes the landscape. No, that's usually what happens after the movie comes out, and everybody watches it, and they're like, "Holy shit, that was fucking groundbreaking." <laughs> God damn the, the the movie making landscape has changed. That's how it usually works, you know. It, it that those titles and those labels get placed after the fact. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like the movie that one movie that came out recently, nineteen seventeen, which was like a one or or two one, I should, I should say, uh, was was amazing. Like they had to work so fucking hard to get like two two one long takes out of that fucking movie. It's insane. Yeah. Um, the movie in itself is kind of boring, but it's still like technically a masterpiece. It's crazy. Right. That, that and that's what's so crazy. That's a perfect example of a movie that actually like was talked about and respected. And he fucking thought that Dark Fate was gonna be that. That's hilarious. Like there's there, there's just no way that people hear that and like yeah, that's a real human being that thought that that was gonna happen. That's that's like the random homeless dude that you see on your way to work, and he's like, "Yo, this dollar's gonna win me." A fucking the lottery, like you don't believe that you're like that dude is crazy that he's talking about something. <laughs> nothing that's not gonna he's not gonna go walk scratch it and then he's gonna go from homeless to winning twenty million dollars. But that's what fucking t- that he acted like that was a sure thing. <laughs> it is a sure thing. This movie is gonna be a legendary classic, and it's gonna challenge what everyone thinks is a female action star. <laughs> and it, it just wasn't that. That it was the fucking film version of No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was yeah it's it's, it's funny crazy. like i mean i mean i mean the movie the movie does have a is gonna have a legacy even though it's gonna be negative not a good one. uh yeah. it is gonna have one of just like you know all these people talking shit at the top and then just like then nothing after like the first like two or three weeks of it coming out just just silence like oh okay i guess the numbers well, imagine t2 if the selling point was and it's a new terminator and he's a white cop like imagine if that's how they explain. <laughs> that's fucking insane. In the like, in the eighties, oh. I don't know if that would go over too well. Early night, yeah. Like Early even 90s, the, yeah. oh my god, it's so crazy to me. Like just imagine, just imagine Terminator Two being marketed the same way that Dark Fate was. You'd yeah. be like, what? What are they talking about? Yeah, you and know, if you're a man hater. If you think men or whatever, he's gonna scare the shit out of you. It's like. Yeah, imagine that shit. Robert Patrick is so good in this movie. If you don't like skinny white men in in, in the movie, oh my god, it's gonna it's gonna check your little pussy, America. <laughs> this big Austrian <laughs> motherfucker right here on screen, nobody likes him. The girl, she don't like him. The little boy, she don't like him either. This guy's your star. Look at him channeling his inner Tommy Wiseau. Mm. Everybody betray me. I'm fed up with this world. God damn it. 
Dude, fucking who who watched that and was like, oh yeah, I'm okay with this shit. Send it, print it. Like, yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. So yes. <laughs> we got James that is Cameron a, back. That is, a, that is a prime fucking example of how like how out of touch Hollywood is with just normal people and all the bullshit they do. That right yeah. there is a prime example because they they thought it's they thought they were going to change lives with their like 90 minute yeah. fucking movie that they put a hundred and like 200 million dollars into they thought like this is going to do it we're going to change lives we're going to watch this and they're going to fucking love it and it's going to change everything it's like no it's not this is entertainment we watch this shit because we don't want to you know we don't want to go to sleep yet and we have dinner to eat and we want to get away from our nine to five job and the bullshit we dealt with today like that's what we want yeah. we want to be entertained for 90 minutes and when do I we want to go to places to spend now. my money and shop when they're talking shit to me and insulting me as i come through the door that's perfect that's where i like to spend my money if you don't like yeah. my movie you're a listen 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 there's a there's, there's women a... like what <laughs> what is wrong with you do you know how convincing someone to buy something from you works like that's just the mentality is insane. I guess an insane work, person. Listen, even listen. If 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 you want a woman to yell to yell at you and beat you, there's you can call a professional for that. It does cost though. That's true. Cool. It costs about three hundred fifty bucks, and you can have a hell of a fucking evening. But yeah. this motherfucker, <laughs> like, imagine you're making a movie. It's like this is gonna you're marketing. It, yeah, this is gonna be better than T two. This is gonna be <laughs> it's gonna change the perception of a whole subgenre in a in in a movie franchise, let alone film itself like they didn't make t2 like that they were like we're gonna make a great movie our plan is to make a great movie they know it's gonna become on everyone's list of top greatest action movie of all fucking time and if you they were like, like we're gonna make movie, a great movie you know what if you don't like this movie you're an asshole that hates women it's like whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. it like, used to be let's dial that back but even but even then even then the first two movies show us show a strong female character like that's what they do oh yeah right and and then they yeah. shit the bed with the third one, Catherine Brewster. No, she wasn't that strong. <laughs> Fucking, you mean future world superstar Christiana Loken, who also played the uh, critically acclaimed and beloved fucking Bloodborne? Or not Bloodborne, Blood, uh, Blood, the Rain. Vampire Rain. Blood Rain? Come Starring on. Michael Manston? Yeah, yeah and, come uh, on. And, and, and where, is, where is she now? Uh, uh, probably working street. on a sequel, sequel. <laughs> Scaring misogynist men till this day. Uh, she's probably she's probably working. At, she's probably working at Brazzers. Um, wow. Talk about a hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Yedowich, thank you very much for your super chat. It says a critical hit with the game controller. Thank you very much, Joseph, for everything. TLJ Screwjob says, "Do you like Pyre Strudel Dion? The Buffalo doesn't judge. I'm the most electrifying Buffalo in all of entertainment, after all." <laughs> Don't breathe after saying it. I sniffed your hair. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh God. Um, Primer, thank you very Gross. much. He says, Wanker Man, homecoming with an umlaut over the U, so it's international and shit. <laughs> I thought so that is Wanker Man Ron Burgundy. Ooh, will you stay classy, mm. Bruce Sexico? Mm. So we're going to take a, a break from those folks, but we will be back. Thank you to everybody who sent those in. Now, I guess this isn't too big of a story, so we'll just talk about it briefly. But the new Carnage film, Let There Be Carnage, a.k.a. Venom 2, has got a PG-13 rating. A lot of people want these hard R symbiote films. 
Dion as a product of the late 80s, early 90s, where we were just fed sugary cereals and RoboCop reruns. Uh, are you disappointed that these movies are not R-rated? Yes. I am so pissed off that they're not R-rated. For people who don't know, Carnage is a, is a symbiont who encapsulated a fucking serial killer. Mm-hmm. He's a straight murderer, and he has a symbiont. He has a symbiote, and it's going to be PG-13? Come on. That's bullshit. Imagine if Deadpool came out as PG-13 originally. Yep. It would have just fucking... Lo- yeah, it would, it, we, we wouldn't even talk about it anymore. Just be like, oh, that, remember- was, that was a cute movie, and it's over. Yeah. Well, the thing we can always argue, too, is people are like, well, it's too violent for kids. This shit was written for kids. Like the comic books yeah. were made for us. When yes. did everyone else become, you know, yeah. soft and weak? Yeah, and we and, and, handle it. And, and, and and also, I mean, like we've like you know, as before the first movies, you know, Ven- like Venom, we know what he can do. Like he's eating people, he's doing all this shit. And all of a sudden, Carnage is given to a serial killer, and you're not making it an R. How the fuck? Why would you not Seriously? do that? That's insane. I'm not yeah. that mad because I'm not that interested, but I just thought you guys would like to know. Well, because I mean, they're, they're they're leaving money on the table. I mean, look at look look at how our movies are being received now. People want them. They want the hard R. They're tired of this. They're tired. Honestly, they're tired you of the-, the hard R on this channel. <laughs> right. I walked into that one. I walked into that one. I did. I did. That's, 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 that's my bad. That's my bad. That's my bad. Uh, but no, I mean. Uh, people, pe- people want people want the uh, the R rated movies because the uh, you know the adults are tired of the Marvel kid bullshit. Everything being PG thirteen or PG or whatever, they're tired of that. They want blood, they want guts, they want violence, they want bad language, they want titties. I mean, they want this stuff now. They're willing to pay for it because look at how some of the R movies have been you know been received lately. They've almost made like billions of dollars because there are there are rated movies. Adults can go watch them. Yep. Doing PG thirteen, especially to a character like this, from what I've heard about the character, I'm not a fan, nor do I read the comics. I know the, I know the very surface level about this character, but even then, an alien, an alien symbiote given to a fucking serial killer sounds like it should be a hard art. It's going to be like a really violent good time. But if they're going to, you know, fucking dumb it and milk toast it down to PG thirteen, that sounds like they're leaving money on the table. Well. Our friend WCW2793 makes a great point. Says, I don't mind PG-13 ratings as long as they push the limits. Don't forget, Jaws was PG. I do hope we get an unrated version for Blu-ray. Well, that was also 1975, and 1975 PG is a lot different than, you know, nowadays PG. Yeah, that's right. that's 100% true. 100% true. <laughs> but at the same time, it was the last step before R, and, you know, I guess that metric's kind of like a sliding scale. I, I'd rather it be R-rated, like Deadpool. I'd rather it be... Yeah. Well, yeah. The thing is, I know this sounds really mean. I'd rather this shit not exist, because without Spider-Man, this story doesn't really do much. Right, more. right, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, hey, if you're a 90s kid like me, uh, you might like Carnage, you might not, but I just want you to have a good time. That's all that fucking matters. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the first movie I watched, and I, I liked it, you know, and I, I, I was going to see this, but now that it's PG-13, I'm probably not, because, yeah, because it just, it, it, they're, they're dumbing it down, and I don't want that. I want, because, I mean, like, you, the, the other companies have, have, have that over Marvel. They can do R-rated. They can do things that are violent. They can appeal to the adult audience. As opposed to Marvel and Disney, who don't want to do that, who want to go as PG thirteen, and that's it. That's as high as they're going to go. You know, like they, the, everybody else can go above that and actually probably make money and break through that that uh, that thing that Marvel's trying to do right now. 
I'm sorry. I got uh, lost in the wank chat. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, but you're you're right, man. It's it's just yeah. Not having Spider Man, you have to do something to keep people interested. And even though I you know I dig that people kind of dig him as the antihero now. I know that that kind of had a short run in the '90s where Venom was the antihero guy. Um, not having Spider Man though is a huge blow because it's they, these are Spider Man guys. Period. Point blank. Well, That's it. You know, and you gotta have it R to make people want to watch it. Well, it's kind of sad is adapting 90s stuff. It's like they're missing the point so quickly. Right. I guess what it is, really, it's a business choice. You adapt this stuff that people are excited over and you intentionally fuck it up only so you can reboot it in a couple years and people will double dip and go, well, maybe they'll get it right this time. I, at this at this juncture, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how Sony operates to make a movie good enough to make money, but unfaithful enough to piss people off. So when they do reboot it, they'll come back in droves because this is the time they did it right. Just look how they handled blank. Only Batman really gets that pass because you go from Christopher Reeve to Brandon Ralph. Uh, not really much of a big step. You go from Spider-Man three, which is pretty shitty to the amazing Spider-Man, which is really shitty. And, what other superhero reboots? You go from Dark Knight Rises to there's no Batman movie yet. So it, it's a right. <laughs> yeah, but he, but even the, the one that's coming out, it's you know, it doesn't it doesn't do anything because you're just you're just rebooting Batman again and you're not doing like, you know, a, a ton of them in, in a row. You're just doing the one off Batman movies, what it sounds like. So even then it's like, why? Yeah, true. Well, but even too, it's like, you know, you watch that first trailer of Let There Be Carnage and it doesn't look like a PG-13 movie. So mm-hmm. the vibe is very mature and R. And it's like, oh, now it's PG-13. It's like, what? Like that trailer was Predator 2, motherfucker. Like it's going to be <laughs> action and people getting stabbed and, and getting thrown in the helicopters, the rotors and Carnage is going to be eating babies and shit like that. That looked dope and a mature and adult and cool. And now it's PG thirteen. It's like, come on. This film was PG thirteen. Yeah, and it was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's back in the news, and we're going to talk about it. So, within reason, we all grew up either Star. We we all grew up Star Wars fans because Star Wars used to be the coolest thing on the planet. It was. It's been a while. But yeah. there was one character who always stood above the rest in terms of being cool, and it was Han Solo. And we had books, we had comics, we had cartoons. Well, we didn't have cartoons. We had some video games. that You got to see what Han Solo was doing after and before Star Wars. We had a pretty nice picture of the character. Then comes 2015, and he has been stabbed and thrown off a cliff and never recovered. And then in 2018, we got this bastardization. Solo, a Star Wars story. Chewbacca was there, but nothing else. Yeah, I still, I still want the the the, the Lord Miller cut so bad. Yeah, so bad. Yeah. Well, instead of this you, fucking cookie cutter pop music bullshit. Well, would you like to hear why this is in the news? Sure. Yeah. Well, folks, I'm going to be doing a little mm. more uh, research on this and a little. Uh, longer of a video, but Danny Newton blasts Star Wars for killing off her character in Solo, a Star Wars story. I'm sorry. <laughs> What'd you think was going to happen, girl? Well, 
It wasn't in the script. We're going to talk about this. Wait, 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 hold on. Is she? Is she? Is she mad? Like fucking? What, what's his name? Like, uh, like, like the guy from Executive Decision. What's his name? Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Yeah. Is, wait, is she mad like this? That's the Steven Seagal movie. The guy from Executive Decision. Literally anybody in the movie. Steven, Seagal, the main guy. <laughs> He's not even the, movie. Right, the, the main movie. dude. Yeah, People but forget you know, the, the, the story. The story. The story on set was that he cried whenever he was going to die. In, in the script, and he didn't want to do it. You're not Tom Cruise, bro. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, Val played, or Newton played Val, human criminal who not only worked with Tobias Beckett, but was also romantically involved with him during the events of Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, that character. Yeah. Val died when while Beckett led his team on the raid of the 20T rail crawler, blah, blah, blah. So, anyway... Um, Newton addressed her character's death while speaking to Inverse to promote her latest film, Reminiscence. She first expressed her disappointment that the character was killed. I felt disappointed by Star Wars that my character was killed. Newton then proceeded to... That's how this is written. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Newton then proceeds to reveal that in the script, her character wasn't actually killed. This is the interesting part. And actually, in the script, she wasn't killed. It happened during filming, and it was much more to do with the time that we had to do the scenes. It was much easier just to have me die than it would have been to have me fall into a vacuum of space so I can come back some time. She elaborates. Wait, wait, wait. Well, hang wait. on. She does know. She do- Okay, look. She does know that no one's ever really gone in Star Wars, right? Yeah, but still, like, like her, her sentence... Part? Her sentence doesn't make make sense. I was gonna fall in the vacuum of space and come back. Like you know, the vacuum of space is the vacuum yeah, of space. Did bitch. she think she was a main character? Yeah, this is. I mean, she's Teddy Newton. You don't just get randomly saved. <laughs> yeah, you don't survive the vacuum. Main characters survive the vacuum of space, not side characters, honey. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like she's angry because she was one of two black people and she died. Like that's why I think she's she's a little salty. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's more though. Oh God! Of course there is. Of course there is. She elaborates. That's what was originally it was. Uh, there was an explosion and she falls out and you don't know where she's gone. I could have come back at some point, but when she came, when it came to filming, as far as I was concerned and was aware, when it came to filming that scene, it was too huge of a set piece to create. So they just had me blow up and I'm done. Newton then recalled, <laughs> but I remember at the time thinking, this is a big, big mistake. Not because of me, not because I want to come back. You don't kill off the first black woman to ever have a lead role yep. in Star Wars. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. No uh, way. Yep, yeah. I fucking called it. I fucking called it. <laughs> Your character should just live because it's the first black woman. Okay. Wrong. I don't even press the fucking button for you. Wrong. Look, the production of Solo, a Star Wars story, is well documented as a massive, massive cesspool. <laughs> but damn it, now it's getting more politicized. So thank you, Sandy Newton. <laughs> I guarantee she didn't watch the other. I guarantee she didn't watch Rise of Skywalker. I guarantee that shit. But you, this is what this is that fucking stuff I'm talking about. That you know, again, I'm all for new characters and bringing in you know women and and dudes and everything in between. I'm I'm all for that. But you, your character's validity doesn't continue simply on the fact that you. Oh well, I just happen to be the first black woman in the franchise. Like no. It's worrying about checking. That's why that movie fucking sucks. Because because the shit, the expectations for people who were even working there. Well, I'm going to stay on it because I'm the first black woman. So but you're not the first round draft pick here, babe. 
You're you're not it. It's not about you. <laughs> even then, they had to. Even though, the, even then, they had to reshoot the whole goddamn movie again. So yeah, the movie's solo, not solo. Black woman. Yeah. <laughs> you're a peripheral character in a movie about another character in Star Wars that nobody wanted made. Yeah, what did she think was going to happen? They were going to make, you know, Afro girl or whatever the fuck her character's name is in the movie. No. <laughs> Like what? I want to know her expectation there. Like you said yes. So when you said yes, you're like, okay, this is gonna be turning to something. I'm gonna get my own TV show. I'm gonna get something. Yeah. What? You're I a side character. I'm solo, and I should run off and get married. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, yeah, you were. Leia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a side piece, and you died. Sorry. You're a side piece in a prequel movie. And nobody what do you wanted. Think this is. <laughs> Oh man! You like, yeah, have a Star Wars version of The Wire, and you're going to be in it, the lead character. Ah, what is the matter with her? Once again, Hollywood out of touch with uh, with with reality. Here's here's Afro Girl, the action figure, guys. How much yeah, is she worth, Jeff? How much is well, she worth? She retailed for 19.99. She's on sale for 12.33. Uh, you save 7.66, which is 38. percent This is the reason why I, why I wanted to share this though. Age range: 48 months to 1,180 months. Um, (laughs) okay the age range for this toy is 48 months to 1188 months so four years to i don't feel like doing the math on that old i just anyway moving on also holdo is 10 bucks Goddamn! You, sh- like you showed many- me how wait no hold on hold on, hold on. how many how many how many, how many months was that <laughs> 1,188. Okay. Let's see, it goes into 99 years. 99 years. 99. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Perfect age. But yeah, I just find it so interesting <laughs> that this billion dollar company, Disney, like the the production of Solo is historic. We know so little, Jeez, but we I keep want, I, I, more I, I about hope, it. I, I hope like some, there's a documentary that's going to come out in like ten or ten or fifteen years about it. I really do, because I, I I just want there to be that. I, I I want to know what really fucking happened. I wish my grandparents were still alive and that they were about to become a hundred years old, so I could say, "Sorry, Grandma, I can't buy this for you. You're too old for this toy." <laughs> <laughs> oh. First world problem. Oh, jeez. So, this weekend is Star Wars weekend, folks. Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, sure, if you say so. How many Star Wars movies are you watching this week, Dion? All of them, besides the new ones. I'm watching 500 Star Wars movies this weekend. Dude, bro, you totally are not scared of strong female characters then, bro. You're not a pussy, bro. I'm proud of you, bro. Totally, bro. So wait, today, wait. This weekend, Star Wars weekend. Did I miss something? Hey, you learn something yeah, you new every something day. Something in the galaxy far, far away. You plit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I didn't real. I thought Star Wars weekend was like in May or something. Well, there's a dark side talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be in Phoenix. I won't be seeing any movies. Well, Star Wars movies, probably. You don't know the power of the dark side. Hmm. You're right. You don't know the yes. power of me, Dion. No, don't say it like that. <laughs> you, uh, you, uh, of course. It is a good day to wank hard, Cosmic Vader. 
so folks on your screen is no time to die the God, next I game i do too i also hate the love boat font but what okay let's play an easier game what is there to like about this movie going into it nothing uh, it's the last oh, girl uh, his wife well, the actress is hot i guess yeah, she's yeah, she's she's hot, and that I mean, yeah, that's like, there's really because like at this point, I don't care. I really don't. I I just I just don't care anymore, and I don't want to watch it. I don't care for the politics and the bullshit that they've been trying to make this, for this movie. I just I just don't care. Did you see the new trailer? No. Uh, actually, yeah, I did. Um, it was kind of like it's it's weird because they flipped it around. Um. Because uh, like, well, what, what's the actress? The other actress' name that, that they're trying? They were trying to promote the last time. Oh, uh, which one? The new 007? Yeah, new 007. Lashana Lynch. Yeah. yeah, she was in there for the shortest amount of time I've ever seen in the trailer so far. It well, was look, weird. You guys talk about it for a second. I'm gonna go grab some water, but I have a couple theories about this film. I want you guys <coughs> to think, see if I'm crazy or not. But I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I, I watched a trailer, you know, a couple times because uh, I think you guys talked about it on the High Council Tuesday, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna check it out. I watched a couple times. And I'm like, yeah, she's in this for the shortest amount of time I've ever seen, and it's all about him and his journey and the last few. And apparently, the last few films have been like this whole thing building up to No Time to Die, and it's weird how they're like trying to interconnect them and not make them one like every movie individually. So it's 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 odd. It's and I don't like it. I just really don't. Yeah, it's it's not looking good, and and you know again, I'm 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 very open to being wrong. Um, just all the mess that's been behind this one, and obviously the 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 push to to try and tease, at the very least, a, a, a character that's supposed to get all this love and appreciation despite being in the 25th fucking Bond movie, like as as if this is going to be a spinoff franchise or something, you know, with with oh she's on the same level as he is kind of character, and it's like. You know, you could have had it in there without pushing it. And the fact that they tried to weaponize this movie, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, you know, and it's just, yeah. it makes you sad about the character. It's, instead of just being, you know, the T2, just a cool film, it, so many other agendas. And it's just distracting. And hopefully it doesn't mean that the movie's going to suck. I mean, Same one here, man. silver lining here is that it should be Daniel Craig's last role as or his time out as Bond, so we at least have that going for us. Yeah, and 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 like here's the thing: I have I have not I have not liked Daniel Craig at all in any of the movies. I mean, some of the movies have been okay, but I just don't like what they've done with him, the way they've changed Bond entirely and made it this very like all, all the movies seem to be like fucking slow burn, really dark, you know, um, aesthetically. And they're trying to, you know, bring like trying to make him be very brooding and this whole thing. I like I don't know what they're trying to do with him. Like, just make a fun action movie, a fun spy action movie. It's not fucking difficult. They've so you might. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was about to say they've done it for six for like almost sixty years, like now or fifty years or whatever. Like, why can't you com- continue that? What's going on? My problem with this trailer, not to be the one guy to point it out, but the way it starts is, uh, you know, the epic conclusion. These movies were never made as a saga. This is the right. new tightening around Eon Productions, trying to get their um, movies to be in the same vein as the Avengers and stuff like that. You know, people look at those movies, they go line up for these epic conclusions. Endgame poisoned the well. What Marvel did was great for itself, but bad for entertainment because everybody got 
hungry. They want a taste of the Marvel success. They want billion dollar hit after billion dollar hit. They want all of this money. So they'll take their products and they'll try to find a way to make them look or feel or market them that way. So you kind of get duped into seeing it. James Bond has never been this epic saga. And this is where I take issue with the entire way to promote this film, because all it does is show a lack of confidence in the brand. Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli do not know how to handle James Bond because when Daniel Craig was cast, I'm pretty sure Barbara Broccoli cast him because she finds him good looking. He ain't a great James Bond. He's a good act, great actor, but he ain't a great James Bond. He's just uh, what Bond's villain should look like. But anyway, I digress from that point. You basically have Casino Royale, which is an idea that Pierce Brosnan and I think you talked about Tarantino and stuff back in the day, an idea that had already been formed before Daniel Craig was in the picture. But everyone associates that film with him and that and gives him all the credit, whatever. But then they were chasing the Bourne identity high for a couple years. And then I shit you not, they remade The Dark Knight in the form of Skyfall. That was yep. their film, yep. their version of The Dark Knight. So now James Bond with Spectre, Oddly enough, they made the most James Bond-like James Bond movie with Daniel Craig. And then they have this next one. And they have tied a few things together here and there. But they have not built this epic conclusion that it was always meant to be. Because you wouldn't have the movies planned out or pan out the way they are. You wouldn't have two movies separated by one, tell the same story. This story is just like Skyfall. James Bond's too old. He comes out of a retirement or after an accident is in love. This, that it's the same fucking premise. He's too old to be James Bond. Now it's personal. Who gives a shit? <laughs> well, and listen, and I, and I actually enjoy Daniel Craig as James Bond, but the, and it's the, the, the mood, obviously, you know, to take, take a, uh, you know, lead off of what you mentioned and listed. That's what it was, you know. The beginning, he's the he's the new Bond. He's too brash and he's too too bold and too good to be James Bond. And then he's in love. And then the next one, he's too old to be James Bond. He's no longer bold. He's just old. But then, oh no, just kidding. Now, now he's a James Bond. You remember with the cars and the women and the this. And then it's oh well, now it's now it's the last one. Now it's the last ride. Like how 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 have we seen? Too young, too old, and now the the, the one more ride, James Bond in this fucking in in these in these Bond films, and then trying to ca- encapsulate like, oh, they were all part of the same arc. Like, no, they weren't. Like, what what are we dealing with here? A fucking twelve year old who's putting well, this together in his bathroom? <laughs> the same bathroom Daniel Craig's James Bond killed that guy in. Mm, still a great scene. <laughs> it is a great scene. Yeah, that- yeah, I like I, I like a scene better than True Lies though. Yeah. I, I like True Lies better as a movie. There you go. Hey, Dion. Yes. Uh, you want to double your Avatar bet? That Avatar 2 is never going to come out? I just saw more news and announcements talking about it. Uh, it's It's been, you know, it's happening. It's... Do you want to just throw out 100 bucks or double down and maybe make 200 if it doesn't come double out? Double down, double down, double down. <laughs> I'm, I'm always about doubling down. Listen, I'm, I'm ten toes down on this one, motherfuckers. Well, I would just like to welcome our new uh, guest, Lieutenant Martin Castillo of the Miami-Dade uh, Police Department. Well, Miami Vice Department, at least. So thank you, sir, for joining us this evening. Now, our we have been Bond fans most of our lives. Before this show was formed, I had watched most all the Bond movies, so had Dion. 
uh, Nick and Kendo had seen most, if not all. So yeah. we all loved James Bond, and we all have our own rankings, our opinions of the films, this, that, and the other. But the other day, when the trailer dropped, Joe Blow. Uh, dot com. That's not just a you know generic person, but JoeBlow.com put out their ranking of the James Bond actors. And so I thought I would read their list and then we would talk about the official WCBS list. So Kendo, while I'm Got reading it. this, would you uh, pull that up, please? Got it right here. So according to JoeBlow.com, the worst James Bond is George Lazenby. Oh, they have him. Right <laughs> yeah, here's their list. It goes George Lazenby. Pierce Brosnan. Oh, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Roger Moore. <sighs> Timothy Dalton. Daniel Craig. And obviously Sean Connery at number one. So that is their list. Any comments? Fuck their list. That's 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 almost ass backwards, really. That's almost ass backwards. So fucking George Lazenby is the worst spot. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out did you see he did one movie? Had, did you see how much ass you got in that movie? No, Jeez. but he got it all in real life, and that's what matters. <laughs> Still love the documentary. Still fucking love the documentary. God damn it. So good. Was a pimp. Yes, he was, man. Yes, he, no, I mean, and like and like he is he, he's he's basically the, the epitome of this. Like, if you have enough confidence in the right suit, you can pretty much get whatever you want. Damn right. You know, and like he he had he had balls all, all the way through all the way through life, man. It was insane. Yeah, fuck that list is right. Uh, so, Kendo, yeah, do you have the official WCBS list up? I do. So, would you like to list off the rankings for the audience, please? Uh, you want me to go from worst to first? Yes. All right. So, in dead last place, receiving all last place votes from every one of us except for Dion, uh, Daniel Craig. <laughs> um, then comes Roger Moore. Then Timothy Dalton, which is unfair, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, George Lazenby comes in third, and then tied for first is Sean Connery and Pierce Brosnan. Sounds sounds about right. Yeah. I like our list. It sounds yeah. about right. Jeff and I had Pierce Brosnan first and Sean Connery second. And Nick and Dion had Connery first, and Jeff and I had him second. So, dead time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. To be honest, Pierce Brosnan and Sean Connery could could be interchanged for part for 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 you know one and two all the time. Like, yes, yeah, they're they're both great. I think they're both the you know the best Bonds. Yeah, they're tied oh, for me. There's gravity. <laughs> <laughs> so the way they're marketing this, I understand they're trying to cash in on the Avengers hype. But do you think there's a possibility that this is the last James Bond movie? No, no. They want, they want franchise mean, money and franchise money. You know, hopefully you don't reboot it with, um, you know, so many, you know, misses in mind. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's they're not, it's, they're not, it's, this is not going to be the last James Bond movie. No, no, no. And and like what I, f it, it it seems like Craig's been been there forever though. Like it's, there's been so much time in between the movies. It's uh, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's outside of his general sour demeanor towards playing James Bond. That's my uh, biggest problem. The movies aren't the best, but I'd be over them more if more films had come out, meaning I didn't like the last one. Let's wash the taste out the next one. All right, cool. Now we're here. I like the way it operated when Brosnan and I guess for the most part is how James Bond is operated every other year. Now, when Connery was playing Bond, they put one out every year between 62 and 65, and then it was every other year moving forward. 
And when we got to, yeah. or excuse me, to Brosnan, it was the same 95, seven, nine. And then there was a jump in 02. Yeah. You got to keep James Bond. You got to keep all of this stuff in the conversation because it's not, I forgot about this. Oh, it's so cool to come back. It's like, Oh man, James Bond's been gone for a while. There's like 12 other cooler things. And, and the reason I keep reiterating this point is you don't understand, unless you know me, how important James Bond is to me. So for me, going on and on about how uh, they've kind of missed the boat should be saying something because I'm the kind of consumer they sh- they really can't afford to lose. It's like, I'll buy the box sets. I'll get the books. I'll get the figure. I'll do this. I'll see the movie twice. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, guys. You've turned me off. Yeah. You know, at the end of the Bond movies, what's great is it always says, James Bond will return in and it gives you the next movie. With Daniel Craig's Bond movies, it should say James Bond will return probably. It'd be nice if it just said James Bond will return hopefully at the next one. Yeah. Now, my favorite, I know this is uh, me being a Bond nerd, but my favorite part of the Bond movies is seeing James Bond will return at the end credits. And yeah, they even have them in the, uh, whatchamacallit. They're in the Daniel Craig ones. It's just worded differently. Right. This is going to be the one I don't think has it. And then that's it. I'm guessing the political climate for some reason is too much to handle. Why don't you just tell these people to fuck off and make the movie? Cause people would go back and see it if it was cool. But I think this is it for bond, not to be super negative, but they're going to try something stupid. And the other day, Hear me out. So on the High Council, I said that I feel like this film with the reshoots and all this stuff is going to wipe out all of the Lashana Lynch 007. Like this is a this is two separate movies we're going to get the pre reshoot pandemic crap and then the version we're going to get now. And no matter what, the version we get is going to be kind of a way to write him out. Okay, yeah, I could see that. But what, I mean, not, yeah, it's just, that's this is the only main franchise that they have, and they're not gonna end it, end it, especially on a shitty title. You never know. Somebody so, thought Octopussy was a good title for a film. What? Okay, look. All right, I know we rag on the title a lot, but what if the title was No Time to Die, Doctor Jones? <laughs> I can get behind that one. Much better movie. <laughs> Oh man, I'm trying to think of more. Uh, no time to die, Doctor Jones. And then she's like, 007, you call him Mister Bond, doll." <laughs> no more parachutes. Yeah. No more time to die. <laughs> oh god, that would yeah that that'd be fun. That guy's doing these days. Be like, look, I get it. You were huge in the '80s as a kid. It's now 2021, but here's what we here, here's what we got in mind. What do you think? I think I, th- I think his birthday just happened recently. I think I think he like turned 50 or something. Yeah, uh, he was in two notable films back to back: Indiana Jones and then The Goonies, and that was all she wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he yeah he turned yeah he turned 50 really he turned 50 like on August 20th. Yeah, he's 50 years old right now. <laughs> I kept seeing birthdays for Rebecca De Mornay on my Facebook feed. And it's like, cool, the lady from uh, Risky Business or Wedding Crashers and shit. I like her. She's a good actress. But yeah. I saw it like 20 times, like 20 separate posts. So happy birthday, Rebecca De Mornay. There you go. Enough people fucking told me about it. <laughs> so is there anything left for Bond to do? He's been to space. I guess he could time travel. 
I think no, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't put that on different planets. I mean, that's Pluto Nash, bro. At this point, would Bond time traveling be the worst possible thing we can make him do? Yeah, yeah, we because, should send yeah, Bond yeah, back to the yeah, 60s. yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing: we're, we already have two time travel things happening. We have no t- what is it? Um, fucking uh, Flashpoint Paradox is going to happen through DC at some point. We also have uh, uh what is it? Doctor Strange's things that's going to happen as well with um, with Doctor Strange and in, into the multiverse of madness or whatever. Like we're doing both these things, so we're gonna have a third a third franchise time travel. God damn it! I think I think even what is it? We we heard rumors about um uh, Indiana Jones time traveling as well. I don't know if those are true or not, but that's getting it's getting fucking frustrating. But Nick, well, haven't you noticed that all franchises and IPs are not building or creating? They just keep finding a way to tell us the same story over and over again. And listen, now through multiverses and time travel, we can tell Indiana Jones in perpetuity. We can have a thousand Iron Man films and he can be black, a woman. It doesn't matter. It's Jeff, still great. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff I, I love you, but I'm going to slap you. I swear to God. I No, no, we're, when we're not doing that. When you completely run out of ideas for things to do with a certain franchise, the best thing to do is time travel because there's all these endless possibilities. Oh my God. But then you, but then you, you know, the 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 universe might 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 explode or whatever. You don't want you don't I mean, want that. I feel like you're just you're just hating on the on on the idea, Nick. And that you, you, you oh just, no 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 no. Not, I'm a big I'm a big are not I'm creative, big. and you just don't enjoy fun. I'm fine if time travel is, is, is its own thing, but then to shove it into like James Bond and also their bullshit as as a reset for you to like tell the story again is 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 the laziest goddamn writing you thing i've ever i've ever heard of in my life like actually be fucking creative for once the hollywood do that please i don't know sounds like you hate originality now let's go and talk about somebody had asked uh the number one bond title song have we ever ranked those kendo we have not we that is the one thing we've talked about doing but we've never done all right, so you want to make that our next Patreon thing? Uh, yeah, I have plenty of time to drive to and from work. I can listen to them all on a playlist. I can already tell you which one's going to fall dead last. Yeah, Rita Coolidge is all-time high and all-time low for our fucking list. Okay, uh, I can tell you which one and two is going to fall dead last. God, Madonna's Die Another Day? God damn it. Okay, three. <laughs> I can tell you which three are going to fall at the rear. All right, round us out, Kendo. What's that third one? Oh, the one. Uh, uh, God damn it. The one from uh, Spectre. The writings. Oh, the God, yeah. That, oh, that, that one? That one? Yeah, that, oh. that's dead last. Well, no. No, it didn't. Uh, I like didn't, that one. Didn't What's Her Name make a song for No Time to Die? Oh, Billie Eilish? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Well, I can tell you which four are landing, <laughs> landing towards the bottom. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. Yeah, because yeah, like, that happened That happened like two years ago, and I was like, wait, she did one. I made a big deal about it for, for a minute. Well, it's out. You can listen to it. I don't recommend it. No. She looks so bored in every photo. That's the look. That's the flavor of the month. That's yeah. that's how that, that that's how every every kid looks right now. They're always bored and they just just want to be on their phones. That's all it is. Because I'm quirky and I'm bored. Yeah. You know, Dion. I swear to God, if you could grow bangs, you'd look just like Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Make you have fifty days of me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'd be, I mean, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be, he'd have, he'd have bangs and a, and a soul patch. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. Hmm. 
It's 2021. Don't ask. We got comics about. Oh, fuck. Everything. <laughs> oh, God. Why not Dion as a soul patch, uh, rock and supervillain? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Dion Is there anything Bond related that you guys would like to talk about before we check in with the audience and move on to our next topic? I just I just hope whoever whoever takes over the next Bond, the actor and the person taking over the franchise has some balls and some brains to know where the fuck they're going. Yeah, that would help. Hey Kendo, do me a favor since the garbage is super loud here. Uh, do you have that those lists in front of you still? Oh uh, yeah. Can you give um, the listeners a little taste of our top? So go from ten to five of our James Bond films because we ten have the list. Five. Yeah, please. Okay, number ten. The world is not enough. Or wait, no. Yeah, the world is not enough. Number nine is Tomorrow Never Dies. Number eight is The Living Daylights. Number seven is On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Number six is Thunderball. And number five is Goldfinger. Mm -hmm. So, folks, to hear the rest of the list, join us. Patreon.com slash WorldClassBS. You will be all surprised and shocked when the top two spots are occupied by Octopussy and Moonraker. Yeah, the greatest Bond films ever. Thank you, Roger Moore. You are my inspiration. (laughs) <laughs> he he gets me feeling like i'm at an all-time high oh yeah <laughs> falling in love so let's check in with the audience and we'll be right back. did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car no holy shit jamie pull that video up every fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, it never gets old. There are more um buttons with Joe Rogan. We'll, we'll wait till later tonight. Now our friend Ninja Lawyer Steve, thank you very much, Ninja Lawyer Steve, for your very generous super chat. He says, sorry to get political, but has anyone noticed how much rep- representative Lauren Bobert looks just like Anita Sarkeesian? They are both nuts, dimensional crossover doppelgangers, or just sisters from another mister? Uh, I think you're uh grasping straws there, Bob. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Sister uh, from Anamanama Mister. Uh, quit, quit, quit watching 24-hour 20, news cycle. It's rotting your brain. Correct. Now, hold on. She just looks... She looks like she couldn't play Sarah Palin in a movie. That's <laughs> what she looks like. Yeah. 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 Neither, could, neither could Kendo. What's your point? Yeah, that's a good point. Remember when her daughter was going to be like in politics? Uh, Sarah Palin's? Yeah. Oh, no. That was like a thing for a minute. No, I just hey. remember that she was um, already the one that had had a kid out of wedlock in like high school and then was oh. preaching abstinence and then got pregnant again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do remember that. <laughs> she does She does love the D. She does love the D. It's like almost as if that shit doesn't work. Yeah, Maybe yeah. teach her to put on a fucking rubber. Yeah, I... I, I remember when Sarah Palin was like the darling of the Conan O'Brien show where <laughs> she would he would have her come on and everybody loved her because she was quirky and she spoke all youper sounding and she was really cool. And then she ran as a vice presidential candidate and suddenly everybody hated her. It's like, yo. Well, I mean, remember, she could see Russia from her house. So, you know, yep. I mean, to be and- fair. 
when you're in Alaska that high up, you can see a lot of shit you don't want to see. <laughs> you can see for miles and miles. But That's right. we need we need to remember that one thing great came from Sarah Palin's rise to prominence. The Lisa popularity Ann. of Lisa Ann exploded. The men of planet Earth owe you many a great thanks. <laughs> so they all next, come in used tissues. Oh, yeah. Uh, that <laughs> Deforestation is a problem, folks. Make sure you use them twice. Uh, Donald Trump, thank you very much. Sup, guys? My company has new contracts I can't talk about here. Some of her tax money. Sorry. Sup, guys? My company has new contracts that I can't talk about, but here's some of your tax money back. I just wanted to make it this weekend, but I can't. Buffalo Jeff for President of the United States. Jamaram. Mm. So, Dion, are you ready for your overlord, Buffalo Jeff, to be the president? Hell no. I'm moving to fucking Switzerland. Jamaram! That's fine. I mean, I'm okay with it because I feel like I'll get a cabinet position. Yeah, and a lot of tax breaks. Yeah, yeah as in literally in his cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was about to say, I was like, you'll really be in his cabinet in pieces, probably, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm jar. looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being like constant scandal problems for him. Like every day, Jeff's walking to the podium and having to answer questions about me and briefcases full of money. <laughs> And 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 large garbage bags being being uh, taken out taken out the back all the time, right? Mm-hmm. With weird liquids stripping out. Yep, yep, yep. Nah, nah, man, that ain't me. Yeah, that is. Oh no, no, no! Bullshit! I wasn't with a hooker last night. Yeah, Ben, <laughs> all that Affleck. <laughs> and escort maybe but not a hooker. There's a difference. Uh, by the way, I bought something titled Ed Gein the other day and the guy who sold it to me didn't know who Ed Gein was so I sat there in the store and explained to him who Ed Gein was for 10 minutes he was the maitre d' at Canal Bar yeah and Dorcia (laughs) also the fact that you had to explain it to them and you know know that well that you could explain to to them is like okay you've done some research that's interesting I may or may have not watched many a documentary about serial killers and stuff you know, during Veronica's wedding, Nick, she took Jesse and I around to the hotel where Jeffrey Dahmer ate somebody. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that Dahmer. Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey, what a nice boy. Yeah, old yeah. Jeff Boy RD. Mm. I Jeffy, found the picture of Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. We knew how to pour acid into holes. Oh, God. It's not all he was pouring into holes, buddy. Okay, okay, that's enough. Yeah, it is enough. Let's move on, shall we? So, thank you, Donald Camp, for everything. Infinite Wonder says in gaming news, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous launched today. Let a crusade lead a crusade to close a hole into hell. Awesome name, no? Yeah, sounds badass. There's a there's, like, there's a there's an alien one that came out recently goes alien like the hive or whatever where you just kind of like yeah fire team fire team I'm, yeah I'm probably gonna get that I think I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna buy it that. looks yeah it looks it looks it looks like a lot of fun it's just a big team game you just like, go through and just well, kill fucking aliens now Dion hold on if you're gonna buy the game tell me what system you're getting it on dude because I'll buy a copy and we'll play maybe Clone sure. Marines together yeah man PlayStation Four baby. Here's a picture of uh, the game that Infinite Wonder was telling us about. I feel like the WCBS guys would go on a, we should get together, get really fucked up, and then live stream like a D&D game for like 12 hours. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't played D&D in a while. It's been, it's I've never played D&D. You can teach me on the fly. 
Oh, I, I okay. I played. I, I played once, like three years ago. I, it's, I'm not a good. I'm not a good person to ask about that. Oh yeah, Kendo, it's gonna happen. Oh, by okay. the way, there is there is a uh, there is a Left for Dead ripoff coming out called Back for Blood. Wait, what? It's a Left for Dead ripoff called Back for Blood. Ooh, I'm gonna I look mean, this up. Because... I remember enjoying Left for Dead one and two. Same. Yeah, so that's that's coming out soon, I think. Oh, it's coming out uh, in October of this year, so that should be fun. I bought Left for Dead on PC about a month ago. They had one and two for like three dollars each on Steam. Oh, nice. I've been nice. playing those. I've been playing Grand Theft Auto Four: The Ballad of Gay Tony. Grand Theft Auto Four <laughs> sucks, but the DLC really fixed a lot of the problems. That's good. Yeah, the, mostly controls, gameplay. It ain't perfect, but. It makes me appreciate GTA Five a lot more. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is good because it's been almost ten years. They're never going to make another one, so I have to get used to it. Well, it did, didn't they announce one in like twenty twenty five? It's like we're going to do one in twenty twenty five. It's that's the date. It's going to happen then. It's like okay. Well, they're supposed 20... to release something about it, but then it was just more DLC for five. Yeah. You know what's going to be. Um, the case is it's going to be a new Grand Theft Auto, a remaster of GTA 5 for the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. Oh, God, I hope not. Yep, yep. It, better, it, it better be like GTA USA or something like that, where it's like the whole fucking country or something. I could get into that. Yeah. yeah. I used to have or, really good times playing Left 4 Dead back in college with Toph before, you know, yeah, man. he went ape shit. Before he got diabetes. <laughs> yeah, so... Folks, let's tell a quick story here on the air. Have you ever had a friend who does dumb shit? The answer is yes, because everybody does dumb shit. But have you ever had a friend fake an illness for gain? We have. We had a friend named Tope who faked diabetes to get in the pants of a girl for sympathy points. How does that work? Like, If you're going to fake a disease to try to bang a chick, you think you'd go for something a little bit more glamorous than diabetes. You'd think so. Well, I mean, I mean, she also, I mean, she also must be pretty dumb then if he's like, you know, if, if she believed that. It's like, Dion, I've never many times. Yep. I just, I just don't know if I can, I, just, I don't know, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I'm not going to see the world tomorrow because I'm suffering from di- diabetes. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> you, you got diabetes? Just take your fucking insulin. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that works, but, we all like he had told us he was faking it and so we all looked at him like are you fucking serious but then he's like don't tell her i'm like why and he's like just don't tell her so nobody did we were all like all right this is stupid but we'll play along and remember when she broke his heart dion yes i do (laughs) and he dropped out of college Uh (laughs) what yeah (laughs) the fucked up part is he was a good dude and i liked him a lot but he just you know Oh, may you rest in peace. I mean, was uh, the, the was it was it really that good that it's it's a drop out drop out of college worthy? Like, uh, I don't know, man. Those sugar walls spoke to him. They I, they must they must have done something to him because to drop out of college and be like, fuck it, I I'm screwed with my life. I'm just I'm just done now. It's like yeah, I can't what? do this anymore. The bees have got me. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it's like you're you're in college. Like there's 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 more fish in the sea, buddy. You're you're fine. You're fine. The pussy was just too good. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's my response yeah uh, come on man <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure she's got some cute friends who can like tell you got diabetes as well you know just yeah go you know, you know go, go, give, 
Yeah, go yeah. give them a collar something. Like, you don't, yes, don't need to I just know. be like, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> you could have, I mean, and then, and then you, you could have been like, oh, I'm cured. Just, just, just done. It's been like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I was, I was cured, part of one of those like trial things, you know, you see them commercials <laughs> like late at night, you come in for the weekend and they gave me this drug and I, I'm, I'm beat as free. I'm beat as free. I beat, I beat the beat as Oh God, Dion, would you care to answer the question on screen? Was she hot? Uh, that's a hard no. <laughs> yeah. Can you can, can you give us can you both give us like a number rating, please? Three. Oh, wow, you, you fake the beatus to get with a three. Oh, yeah. go to a party and wait till you know late in the evening and find a three or a four. Just hope the bed's weight rated. Damn, dude. A, th- a three? It? Yeah. A three. <laughs> not not his best decision. And you did you did this work to get Might to be a uh, uh, Our friend Alpha Terranema says, I have a chronic illness in my family. Want to bang? <laughs> yeah. Yep. You 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 went through the trouble of making up that you were that you were you know have a medical condition to get with a three and then when she broke up with you the three um you left college for the three yeah that's out of 10 darian 217 don't worry yeah no it's always it's always out of 10 it's always out of 10 always out of 10 yeah Yeah, there's there's no out of five it's always out of 10 no, this isn't X play. We don't do five. <laughs> Dude, I saw that comeback the other day on YouTube, and I yep. felt super old. I'm like Adam Sessler. You were always going bald, but it yeah, finally they, happened. Yeah, they yeah. yeah they have a YouTube channel, and I've, and I've kind of seen it here and there, but I just don't care enough to subscribe. Just really don't. Yeah, care. me neither. But I, I, I'll still watch it without subscribing. And yeah, I, he looks. I, he's so. Old. Oh my god, they're so old. And now we I are. do have a follow up question though. Uh, did she break up with him because she found out he didn't have diabetes, or did she so break up I, with him even though he was dying of the betus? They never dated. I think she. They hooked up like once, and then like everybody thought they were gonna date, and we were all excited. And then we went off for Christmas break, and like no one ever talked about it again. She found somebody that had fucking lupus and left his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. No, 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 no. She found somebody that had he got that that a worse fucking chronic condition. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Morgan Webb, yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's out, man. I wonder what she is. Is she still on G4? Did she come back? No clue. No, no clue. All right, so folks, uh, let us know if Morgan Webb is back. Now, back to you guys. Our friend Joseph uh, Citadino says, Chang-Chi proves the Church of Woke doesn't understand Asian culture. If Mickey wants to market to China, they should really look at their media, uh, Zhangjia Books, what Western publishers produce anyway. So Joseph, we keep talking about the Chinese film industry. It's not just a Chinese film market. They're their own industry where films regularly make hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars that none of us even in the States know about. But for some reason, our entertainment changes itself to appeal to a country who doesn't want it. And so now our entertainment is weird, retarded and political and nobody wins. 
why don't you just understand Disney that the other part of the world doesn't want your shit. You can buy up all of our great IPs, but they don't care because they didn't grow up with it. China and Star Wars, you failed every single time. Why? Because they didn't grow up with Star Wars. It doesn't mean anything to them. They have their own lore, their own uh, tales that they tell, their own folklore. Why don't you just understand that a different part of the world doesn't want your shit? Look at how we suffer here. And that's the only reason we (laughs) care or talk about it. Because look, their movies are different from ours. I don't care. I don't need to have it changed for me, but they change our shit for them. And then we're told we're all these terrible things because we question it. At least people still question this shit. If we all just blindly rolled over, I'd be a little more upset. Right. Uh, Ninja Lurk's Steve message retracted, but thank you very much. Uh, Sorry, what were we going to say? No, no, go ahead. Oh, no, he just, he uh, sent a message retracted. I just wanted to tell him thank you. Oh. Yeah, no, that's what was so interesting about, yeah, you know, that, you know which again, you know, we, people do love Kung Fu movies and the sm- slight resurgence that it's had, but they clearly wanted Shang-Chi to be another foyer in the China. And like, you just, you're just not going to get that. You're not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's not even going to make it to China at all. And it's, you know, it's, it's not, not even make enough mo- money in the US. So it's going to be a terrible, terrible flop. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, Disney does to try to spin it. I don't know, man. Them toys are selling really well. They're selling so fast that they restock them constantly. Oh, really? They are there are, are a lot of them sitting on shelves and just get, getting bought up, and we just don't see it. Yeah, they're getting bought out, and then they have to keep putting the new stock in there because that's crazy, man. So I, didn't, I didn't know that. I did not know that at all. It's that's like those uh, WWE Masters of the Universe toys. They're selling so fast they have to keep putting them on the shelves. That's that's insane. That's insane. Asian Americans are finally getting the hero we deserve. Uh, this is an article about Shang-Chi, but from this image, you would never know. Yeah, what yeah, what, 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 what? was that? What the fuck was that? It was some fat kid that looked like he was trying to sell you ramen. God. You know what really is the sad part of all of this? It's the New York Times, it's the media cycle that's going to turn people off from this. This, I haven't seen this movie. This is the first, literally, literally the first Marvel movie that we're not covering when one thing, could. one thing I think, one thing I think is highly, highly bullshit is that they're all putting like this Asian love and this and this this whole thing on this on this actor, this person. And he, I, I looked at his Wikipedia, and he spent most of his time in Canada. He, he probably himself identifies as Canadian, not fucking Asian, not not Chinese. He's like, I'm Canadian. It's whatever. And for them to push this on him and him to accept it and accept the money and be their mouthpiece is all in all bullshit. And it just shows you like how, once again, out of touch Hollywood is. Yeah. And so I enjoy that all of these articles aren't about how great the film is. It's about Asian Americans and representation. And I know I'm crazy here, but all of our lives, Asian actors have been at the, you know, right there. It's big stars. Jackie Chan's always been a household name in our life. Bruce Lee's a legend. I don't understand that just because it's oh, only a handful of actors that are Asian. It's like, it doesn't, you don't need a number. It's about quantity, not quantity, but quality. And I'd say some of the big guys and women like Michelle Yeoh have reached mythic status. They're above actors and they're looked at differently. I think that's a greater, uh, that's something more important to say about how society sees people from every walk of life than a fucking superhero with a Marvel branding on it. Right. Exactly. Right. I'm looking forward to us being branded as anti-Asian when we don't review this movie. 
<laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Nick, did you find a copy? Have you set sail yet? No, Does no. Hey, man. Hey, I've hey, I've looked. I've looked high and low, and I can't. I it, it it's not. It's not anywhere out out yet for sure. Trust me. I've, I'm 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 still looking, and I I can't. I'm looking. I'm 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 looking. I'm looking for a copy of the of the current uh, Candyman movie as well, and I just I just can't. Well, I have great news. Uh, Shang Chi doesn't have a release in, a release date in China, and this chart shows why that's a big deal. This is from CNBC, published two hours ago, so it doesn't look like because uh, even they don't want to fucking watch it. Yeah. So, long story short, and what I'm going to do is pull this list up. Uh, there have been China makes up more of a box office for Marvel. And the the one time they make something to try to appease to that or appeal to that box office, they're going to really lose interest. So Ant-Man made 20% of its haul from China. Avengers Endgame made 22. Avengers Infinity War. Avengers and Ant-Man are big, you know, very popular over there. Some of the weirder shit, you know, like uh, Black, oh, Black Panther did not do well in China. Hmm. No, yeah, are why. you kidding me? I wonder well, why. Well, I'm surprised because they not, did they shrink him really small on the fucking uh, poster too? They're like there wasn't a poster there's just like Kendo. this tiny ass little picture of like Chadwick Boseman in the corner. Um, there we go. Uh, White Knight says, "What about Ming Na Wen as Chun Li in Street Fighter, or doesn't she count because she's a woman?" New York no, Times is so racist in the Asian movie. <laughs> That's why they're pissed. Well, I mean, even the Mortal Kombat thing happened this year, and like you know, they were like, "Oh, you know, these these things are Japanese and Chinese." It's like the 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 original game was filmed in a fucking garage, and the guy and the guy with 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 the Japanese hat was like the the Mexican gardener or something. He was in in costume. Like, calm the like fuck Carlos down, Christina, right? What was his name? Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was like the dumbest thing, and it, even even the creators were like, "Uh, we just did this. Like, it was just a game we wanted to make. We filmed all of it. Doesn't matter." I- I would just like to point out how funny the fucking media is when they lump all Asians in together. They're like, oh, he's Japanese. This is going to play big in Asia. It's like, um, I don't think you realize the history of the Asian continent. Most of them don't like each other for very, very valid. Yeah. Yeah. They all, yeah, they all hate each other. So this, yeah, this idea that if you have somebody who looks like that and everybody will, all those countries will, will latch onto it and be grateful. It's like, no, they're going to realize because they, they know how their own looks like they're going to be like oh he is not he doesn't look like us fuck the movie like that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. so so you have when you google asian actors you get you know steven yen uh, or yun excuse me he's from the walking dead he was in that movie uh minari that won an oscar so you got a ton of big actors <laughs> ben kingsley's technically hey ben kingsley's an asian actor there you go <laughs> is he really yeah but like all when you google oh, this god hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on yeah Ben Kingsley's uh, Indian. Yeah. One second. Oh, yeah. I think he was oh, 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 okay. I was, I, was, I was waiting for it to happen. Apparently, Dion's awake. So, is he? Oh, Dion. Okay. All right. Because yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought I heard. I, th- I thought I heard some snoring. I was like, "Is it? Is it happening? Or are we doing it?" You're imagining things. Okay. Good. 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 I was. Just, I was making sure. I was making sure. So I looked up. Uh, an article that's it's titled or just looked up an article but i found one titled 14 iconic asian actors i should or you should know you know who the title picture is um turkey baster jackie chan uh that one chick oh oh what the fuck really (laughs) 
Yeah, that's where I was going. She's done the least amount of shit, and she she's on the front. Of her. Wait, hold on, hold on. What what news organization is this? TZR. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. When TMZ is not reputable enough, you get TZR. I don't know yeah. what the fuck TZR is. Like it looks like it's some some kid in a basement made this or whatever. I mean, I have no issues with Kelly Marie Tran, the actress. But goddamn, Rose no, man, she's terrible. And, and like, and like, it, it, it was, it was really horrible because they made her, they made her look, they made her look horrible in the movie. And in real life, she's actually really hot. I'm just like, you oh. missed out on this whole thing. That's just another Why? case of them being stupid. They're like, she's Vietnamese. She'll play big in China. It's like, no, that's no, no, that's not, not that how works. it works. Not no, how that works. No. <laughs> It'd be like, oh yeah, he, 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 he's from Texas. Everybody's gonna love him in Minnesota. No, no, two <laughs> very <laughs> distinctly different people. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, Coffee Hunter. How is she iconic? I don't know. Everyone's hyperbolic. <laughs> the greatest this, the greatest that, the most important. Look, we've overdone it with the wording here on the internet. Everything is hyperbolic to the nth degree. I'm just excited for them to be like, this movie, and that's it. The movie that is here. That's the basically, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, this is, this is frustrating. Is. Here it is again. <laughs> yeah, see? Yep. Do you it's your old friend. <laughs> it, happened, oh. it fucking happened. I knew it. I knew it. What should we use to wake him up? I don't know. Keep keep keep, keep doing Buffalo Jeff until he wakes up. Hold on. All right, folks, from all of us here, thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. No.com. All right, Kendall. Well, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Nice shooting, son. What's your name? My name is Jeff. <laughs> All right, we're off. He's still asleep. God damn it. <laughs> He's still asleep. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how people are like, oh shit, the show's over. No, it's not. No, we're not no, either. we're not. <laughs> people are like, oh God. Um, oh well. So let's move on, shall we? <laughs> uh Crimson Fog. Since Dion's asleep, uh Crimson Fang, excuse me, says the Jintama live action movies had it right. Uh, I don't know what that is. Do you guys? Nope. Okay, so Jintama, or yeah, Jintama is this, oh anime obviously live action here we are okay they're comedy action films and it seemed to be pretty successful hmm. we'll have to take a look at them yeah dion agrees <laughs> well let's mute him uh, while he sleeps up next is our friend ninja lawyer steve who says wank a Medea halloween wank schmidt invasion of the body wankers what's wanking gilbert grape Wankenstein, Wank House Rules, Wank Zoids, Wank versus Jerk. <laughs> uh, now, Steve, I'm glad you said Wank Schmidt. Do you guys remember the film about, Sh about Schmidt with uh, Jack Nicholson? I barely uh, do. Uh, not, not really, not really. The only thing I remember about it is that it was marketed as Kathy Bates' first nude scene, so everyone was excited. Really? I mean, That's, that was uh, that was the part of the movie that I remember people marketing or talking about. 
That's a. Do you really want to see Kathy Bates naked though? Like that's that's really that's really the the question you have to ask yourself. Like, are you prepared for this? Uh, nobody's prepared. Yeah. Well. Would you guys watch Wank and Medea Halloween? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he he did win an Oscar, so probably. Yeah, Dion's really asleep. <laughs> So, Doug Keller, thank you very much. He says the Detroit Lions will make the playoffs. <laughs> all right. Poor, poor, it's, it's, you know, Dion's all tuckered out today. It's, it must have been a rough day for the guy. We're not even to the second hour. I know. I know. <laughs> Notalicious said, with the recent thing with Joe Rogan and Ivermectin, does this change the stigma with horse porn? Asking for a friend. Oh, my God. I think the stigma stands. What about you guys? Yes, it does. Kendo? Kendo agrees too. Yeah. Kendo, are you you asleep as well, buddy? You getting a sandwich? Getting a beer? (laughs) Dion sounds like ETEP. That's what the chat says. Uh, Rough girl. Sorry. One rough girl says, yes, give me old school 90s uh, R. Hot men saving big B women that fall while running from killers. Uh, bring it on. Oh, geez, man. Oh, God. I fucking love those movies, slasher movies. Actually, I'm reading a book right now called um, Final, I think it's Final Girl Group or whatever. It's, um, let me check it. Oh, oh yeah. The, the, the Final Girl Support Group. Uh, it's actually really interesting. Um, and it's 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 a lot of fun. I think uh, I'm doing the audio audiobook version, so Adrian King's reading the whole book. Uh, it's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm about two or three hours in. It's like a 13 hour book. So yeah, it's uh, it, it it it's fun because you're trying to figure out like which slashers, which which major slashers are talking about because I can't really mention them by name. And they call Crystal Lake like Camp Cramp Red Camp Red uh, Red River, I think. So it's it, it's it's weird to see like. Apparently, in the book, all the all, all, all the, the the final girls are real, and all the movies we've seen over the years are are just tellings of their of their horrible story. Oh, I like that. That, that like actually happened, yeah. and um and uh, in the support group, they like they they literally meet in like a church in the basement like once a month to talk about things that you know things that happened to them and how they feel things like that. And uh, after a while, they just quit and they start getting knocked off. And that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. So. Hmm. Yeah. By the way, um, one rough girl, the super chat threw me off because you use the parachute as just a picture. So I was like, wait, I'm with you, though. I do want old school 90s uh, R action films. It's yeah, just dude. the damn parachutes. Fucking... Look good for a reason. Yeah, man. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. Do you guys want to watch Operation Dumbo Drop this weekend? No, no, no. That's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little bit. Nope. No. Modalicia says, um, obvious stuff marketed to children, and that's okay, but violence is just too much? Like, the kid demographic doesn't age older than four? Yeah, we learned how weird they market to kids. And if you go back um, into the 80s, they changed legislation with cartoons so they could basically find a way to market to you for hours and hours in the form of a cartoon. Yeah, and well, even even now, I mean... um... Is it, doesn't some toy company not allow guns in their toys or some shit like that? Like they've done that recently or whatever. 
It was uh, DC putting out an edict for no guns to come with their. Some of the stuff is expensive, high end stuff for adults that kids were never going to get. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. I don't get it at all. I don't either. No, makes no sense. Primer, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, random thought, but I think it'd be great if all popular superheroes were in the public domain. That way we could write and draw our own Superman or Spider-Man stories, selling good comics to the fans. I mean, I, interesting that's a concept. Yeah. Very, yeah, very, very interesting. I, I, I would hope with something like that, like the cream would rise to the top, but probably oh, not. Yeah. <laughs> well, the beautiful thing is primer that with comics gate and the way things are going, people now have an opportunity to create and fund and do more books. I mean, look at us, look at Mandy Summers, Ethan, obviously like tons of people are out there creating uh, their own things. So, I think Superman should be in the public domain at this point. I would like to see that experiment because who can do it worse than DC? Nobody. That's They've true. ruined the character right now. Uh-huh. That's true. Mm-hmm. And who yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah. Who knows? I mean, we could get some cool fan films, and then those could, and then those people who make good fan, good, great fan films could, you know, get real deals and make actually good, good entertainment. So, who knows? Motalicious, thank you very much. He asks, how did Freddie Prince's dad die again? Uh, he killed himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Oscar-nominated a-hole says, I stole my ex-girlfriend's wheelchair. Guess who came crawling back? Love you guys. Ooh. Been listening to what? Keep it up. <laughs> what? Hot wheels lead the way. God damn. That's a, that's a spicy one. Holy shit, that that's is. good. Yeah, but Oscar-nominated a-hole, thank you for being here for uh, since 2018. That that's reminds a, me of that's one of my a good favorite one. jokes as a kid. <laughs> hmm. oh, I'll man. tell you later. Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, thank you, the Oscar nominated hole for the super chat, obviously. But thanks for being here for over three years at this point. Uh, we have a birthday coming up, guys. Our channel birthday is in about a month and a half, so yep. we'll do something special. Um, let's see, are we going to be streaming? What is it? Uh, what is it? Six years now. Uh, it'll be six years on the 21st. Oh, we God. launched this podcast on Back to the Future Day, October 21st, 2015. Yep. <laughs> Which just so happens to be my birthday. So I got yep. lucky. There you go. Oh, shit. We might not broadcast this year because my actual birthday is on the 21st, which is every year because I'm retarded. But no, it's on a Thursday this year. So maybe we'll do something special. We'll do We'll do a pre-recorded Jeff celebration stream. Yeah, I will be... Um, in California, sadly. Doug Keller says, Jeff, we still need to schedule our James Bond stream. I've been busy lately, but I still want to do it. Doug, it will happen when, well, I'll be back from Horror Hound in about two weeks, and we'll just keep, we'll keep it open, Doug, because we definitely want to have that conversation, and I'll see which one of the guys is available, and we'll try to get together, and we'll all have fun, hang out, talking about James Bond, so. I'll do it. There you go. Well, it's not hard to twist your arm to make you watch James Bond. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Adam Walford says, no time to die, Dr. No, out of... Sorry, no time to die, Dr. No, out of time, Goldfinger. There you go. There's a way you can tie the titles together. I like it. After a while, Crocodile. Uh, Doug Keller says, Jay, hey, Jeff, since you're a big Bond fan, have you ever played the Splinter Cell games? Oh, yeah. You guys play Splinter Cell? Nope. Not, not in a while, man. Not in a while. So I got into Splinter Cell fairly early on. Uh, my neighbor had it, what was it, number two, uh, 
whatever the second one not op, is not Operation Surma. No, that's Mission Impossible, the game. Anyway, whatever Splinter Cell number two was, was the first one I played over at my friend's house. Um, Pandora Tomorrow. Okay. So my buddy Virgil had it. He was into it. I played it. It was fun. I got Splinter Cell on the Xbox 360 double agent. It looked great. I played it. I didn't finish it. That being said, I do like Splinter Cell and I like those types of games. I'm pretty sure that's what I watched on Razor Fist's channel years ago. I watched him review all those games and I had a lot of fun with it. But I like Tom Clancy games across the board. I've mentioned earlier how I'm playing The Division 2 and I've played, oh God, what's the other one I have? Fuck, I'm in the middle of playing it and I can't think of the title. Must mean it's not that great. Either way, I enjoy Tom Clancy games. They're a lot of fun to me. You guys play them? Uh, uh, not recently, but yeah. I'm more disappointed in the fact that you're friends with Virgil and you mm. never let me meet him. Well, it's going to cost. <laughs> I mean, I'll pay the fuck money for meeting up with Virgil to go to the Olive Garden for some meat sauce. All right. Well, I'll call him up when I'm in town. Up next, we have our friend. Uh, let's see. Sorry, Nelson. Uh, Rob Brand says, Jeff, did you build your Optimus Prime kit? I finally got more G1 version. Also, if you need an audiobook, I suggest Rainbow Six if you have 36 hours. Holy shit. <laughs> Rob, I might have 36 wow. hours. That's, uh, wow, that's, a, that's, a, that's long, man. That's fucking long. 36 oh, hours. Shit. Now, I haven't built it yet, Rob. I lost it when I moved. It's in the box, or it's in a box. I'm pretty sure it's probably in this toy box that's right next to me, but I have not unpacked it yet. So not yet, but I will, and it'll be fun to, to you know, build a model. I haven't built one in years. Nick, you're a pretty uh, talented model, build, model builder, correct? Man, haven't haven't done it in years, man. I, I really, I really do want to get back to it, but life is uh, life is hectic. So yeah, I would, I would, I would love nothing more than to just build Legos and build models for the rest of my life and just get paid to do that. That'd be great. So what we all do is we work really hard to build it up. Then we retire, and then we live stream our retirement. So I'm going to buy a 3D printer and make toys. You're going to build models. Kendo's going to fly helicopters. Dion's going to sleep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dion's, Dion's going to get a mattress and just sleep. That's all. That's kind of how I want to live. <laughs> oh. So up next, we have our friend, uh, Darian217, who says, Mortal Kombat GIF 7, Mary Mayhem Rent on Assassin's Stormtrooper Falling Downstairs. Where are my horses, GIF? Buffalo Jeff. Mm, Dion, sleep tight. Mm. <laughs> Let's see if he's awake yet. Nope. <laughs> nope. Now, to answer, sorry, to respond to your requests in the super chat. Is there is, is, is there a way you can turn on this camera with... with- without him knowing can you do that or not is that just oh too god no, that'd be horrible if you could do that to people on your show yeah you know how many <laughs> fucking tubins you'd catch <laughs> i'll tell you guys something uh funny off air uh stuff that was almost on camera the other day oh god yeah i was on a salvador stream and jesse walked in the room <laughs> so let's see the first one darian 217 asked for was a mortal combat gif let me get the other computer pulled up and we will uh, do these for you uh appropriately so mortal combat which one hmm kendo do you have a favorite mortal combat uh number one. Oh, it's the first one mortal thank you Darian 217 <laughs> now this is for your Merry Mayhem request. Uh, this one's actually pretty fun. I just like this button. 
The part about um, that that makes me happy is just the fucking plasticky sound of that <laughs> falling down the stairs. That clickety clackety of the plastic. That's what makes me happy. <laughs> ah, never gets old. Never gets old. Never? No. I love it too. I put it in a lot of videos when I can. Uh, where are my horses? He says, oh God. Uh, Dion not being awake. <laughs> yeah, it takes no beat out of it because I'll still just press the beginning. Who are you? What are you doing here, and where are my horses? <laughs> Did not <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Uh, Primer has an interesting film title. Before we get into our next segment, "Wanking at Bloodfart Lake." Damn. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Blood fart. Okay, god damn it. He's referring to a movie called Terror at Blood Fart Lake, and has also returned to Blood Fart Blood Fart Lake as well. So these are real movies. Yeah, well, no. Nick, tell me about Blood Farts, shall you? Uh, yes. The uh, let's see. Uh, Terror Blood Fart Blood Fart Lake. The legend of Blood Fart Lake is well legendary. When a group of college kids head off to their friend's cabin for a little high-octane sex weekend, they will get more than they bargained for in the form of the evil scare- scarecrow killer, Jimmy Van Brunt. Seems like nobody is safe at the spooky cabins in the woods by the lake these days. That's the official awesome. IMDb uh, description, <laughs> so you're welcome. High-octane high sex weekend, just, that's what gets me. Yeah, uh, the movie is, is uh, free to stream on Tubi, so enjoy that, ladies and gentlemen. Everything's free to stream on Tubi. Tubi has been killing it lately with a lot of their like horror and horror esque stuff because I don't know what's happening, but like it's yeah. I tried to get to the end of that end of that category and I couldn't. I tried for thirty minutes. I couldn't get to the end of it. What I hate is on our TV we get these ads from Viz- well, it's not really an ad. What is? But like Vizio puts it on the homepage and it's like this is new. This is new. We get a million and one things from Tubi. It's like I kind of want to watch them all, but. I kind of would like the option to not have to look at Tubi ads all the time. So I think I'm going to get rid of uh, smart TVs in the future. I, I, I hate them. That's why That's why I have Roku's because I can just plug them in and they do exactly what I want them to. And there's no bullshit. I, 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 I hate I hate a TV that already has a pre-programmed into it. Like I just I try to get ones that, do, that aren't smart at all anymore. I fucking hate them. So, folks, we're going to check in on Dion real quick because we're about to play our new game. Dion, are you awake? Nope. No, he can't even. Turn <laughs> so, folks, we're gonna play our new game. One gotta go. I've been seeing these all over the internet, and now I want to play along with you. So, we're gonna play a nice round, all movie related. But you guys can send yours in. You know what to do. Make them difficult because some of these are, some of these aren't, but they're all fun. So, you guys ready for the first one? Yep. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. So, for those listening out in Radio Land, one gotta go. The never-ending story, Ghostbusters, Gremlins, or Beetlejuice. Now, Nick, since there's a strong horror slant here, you go first. One gotta go. Which this one? is this is easy as hell. Never-ending story. Done. All right, Kendo. Yeah, easy as hell. Never-ending story. Bye-bye. Yeah, I'm gonna also go with the never-ending story. I don't like that movie at all. Dion? Yeah, definitely get rid of <laughs> what? Yes! <laughs> Holy shit, he's awake now. Perfect timing. All right. That's so, amazing. He needed he, he need a little power nap, a little power nap. That's okay. Yeah. I, was cut, I was cutting up raspberries. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, this one's a little more difficult, guys. One gotta go. Three amigos 
European vacation, Fletch or Caddyshack? Wow. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Three Amigos because I haven't I've watched it like once in my life and it's okay. I'm not gonna. Yeah, everything else I see multiple times and I love. So I'm gonna say Three Amigos. Kendo. Oh, 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 oh uh, Three Amigos. Dion. Yeah, I gotta go with Three Amigos too. Love, love, love. <laughs> Saving the rest of them. Yeah, Three Amigos. Not to be a you know to beat a dead horse but i'll pick three amigos because i haven't seen it yes i know i want to see it desperately i love martin short i love chevy chase i love steve martin but can't i haven't yeah, seen I've, it. I've, I've watched it once when i was a kid and i was like it's okay it was fine i'm trying to watch it now i might i might like it but i just yeah just don't care for it and fletch is one of my all-time favorites so it's really difficult for me to even consider you know it'd be really difficult is if you threw the original vacation instead of three amigos up there because then it's a real fucking challenge. Yeah. That's true. That's true. You're, you're, but European vacation is pretty fun, though. So, yeah, I, we'll be pigs. Yeah. And then finally, for our last of uh, one gotta go, four films, one choice: Point Break, Speed, The Matrix, or John Wick. Mm. <sighs> hmm. I'm sorry, but uh, goodbye, Speed. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> damn! You know, I do, I do love speed as well. Speed is, speed is, speed is one of those crappy '90s action movies that you have to keep because it, like, like, it doesn't, it, it, it's, it's a ridiculous amount of action and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun too. It is. Um, I don't know. Point Break. I, I Point Break. That's my Point Break. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it. God damn it! But it's Point Break. Has everyone besides me gone? Yeah. Okay. I'll go with. I'm gonna go with the first John Wick. Ouch! Because it's it's not wiping him away from existence. I like John Wick two and three more than I like John Wick one. So if I can watch, you know, the other two John Wicks, still sure. But Point Break is. Uh, too guilty of a pleasure. Speed's ridiculous, but I fucking love it. And the Matrix is the Matrix. It's not even up for debate, but... Okay. Yeah, speed does kind of suck. I don't know. God damn. No love for Speed, really? Okay. Uh, it's, it's Sandra really Bullock is wonderful in other movies. I don't know. No, no. She's no. She's 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 like, no. She's like a piece of paper in this movie. It's fine. She, her acting's not the best, but I'm just saying the overall like, ridiculousness of the movie, Keanu Reeves being like like whoa level Keanu Reeves in this movie is just is just so much fun and just nuts and I don't know the whole thing the whole thing just reeks of 90s like cheese that's why I love it and dude Dennis Hopper gets decapitated on a subway train yes exactly and and then the end then the line at the line afterwards is like because I'm taller than you like that's his fucking that's his oh, yeah I'm taller like yeah. what is yeah, that that's his that's his line afterwards yeah I'm taller it's like okay good for you buddy <laughs> And just the overall constant destruction of everything is just so much fun. Oh, man. So I guess this week's theme will be uh, the movies. I guess next week we can do hmm, foods. Mm. Nah, we'll keep it entertainment-based, folks. So, Dr. Dr. Coffin Nails, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about your wrong. Speed is awesome. I'm, I'm sorry you food, live that food way. Food is really. entertaining. Is it? Oh, yeah. You can eat Speed sucks because of the sequel? Speed sucks because of the sequel. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking. That's why we're talking about the first one, not the second one. If that's the if that's the case, the Matrix sucks because of the sequels. 
That's true too. Yeah. And John like, Wick's we, the best movie because of the sequels. Like, so there you right. go. There you also go. So accurate. Yeah. We can do we can do that too. Yeah, yeah Speed 1 is great. Speed 2. Speed 2 doesn't make any fucking sense and it's it's just ridiculous. Hey, Kendo, speed round, all right? Right yeah. here. This is for everybody. One has to go. Chipotle, Red Lobster, McDonald's, <laughs> Burger King, Taco Bell, or Popeyes. Oh, uh, McDonald's, bye. McDonald's, McDonald's. Hate them. Don't need there anymore. Dion? Yeah. Which one would you pick uh, to go? Chipotle, Red Lobster, McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, or Popeyes? Red Lobster. It's a, sh- it's a shadow of its former self. <laughs> I mean, that also is an accurate statement, too. That's so, true. Okay. I can't disagree with him there, but I'd rather go to the shadow of its former self, Red Lobster, than McDonald's. I will have to cut the thing I've probably eaten the least recent, and that'd be the BK Lounge. I just don't go to Burger King ever. There's no reason for me to, you know, think Chill about didn't it say Burger King's open late. We just don't have them around here. I live across the street from Taco Bell, so that's always a nice choice. Then again, what isn't? When compared to Taco Bell. So right. that was one has to go. That was a lot of fun tonight. Next time, guys, uh, folks, send in yours and make it even more difficult for us because we love the Sophie's choices of entertainment. One got to go, but I love them all like my children. <laughs> Dion, Dion, come back, come back, come back. Stay, Stay with, with us. us. I'm fine. Stay with I'm I, keep, I keep hearing you snoring, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring you back. That wasn't me. That was just the wind from outside. <laughs> from the, the wind from your uh-huh. ass, or from what it was. Hey, Dion, if you all fa- if you fall asleep again tonight, kick your ass later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, guys, yo baby, yo baby, yo, yo baby, yo baby, yo. Say ow. No, 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 bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's for an audience of one uh, you gotta have seen the movie folks so it's now time guys for maybe Kendo and Dion's new favorite part of the show well wait hold on before we talk about wrestling have we covered everything else okay. yeah I think so I'm looking at the list is there any big topics we didn't address this week uh, no Um. Hold on, wait. There's a Star Wars. Wait, no, this is a Star Wars rumor. Book yeah. of Boba Fett. Are you guys excited? Nope. Uh, I am to see Boba Fett running around the galaxy again, but I'm not like male home and my parents excited. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I've given up on <clears throat> all all of all of Disney's shows. You know, Star Wars, Marvel in general. Like, I just don't watch any of them anymore. Just don't care. Uh. So people had somebody who sent in a super chat earlier about the Adam Sandler movie. Uh, there's a little more. So Adam Sandler reveals Netflix made him remove plot involving China from their upcoming LeBron James produced film Hustle. Yeah, Let's unpack right. that title for a second. Oh, LeBron okay. James produced film Hustle. LeBron James is a fine basketball player, but when it comes to film, he should not touch it. Or sucking off China. He doesn't have yeah. a lot to so so so, so so because okay so if I'm if I'm understanding this correctly they he tried putting China into the story and they told him to take it out. Uh yeah. So here we go. Sandler spoke to Netflix in, uh, interference during a recent interview on the Dan Patrick Show, during which he was asked about his role in the film, wherein he plays a former basketball recruiter who discovers a young talent while traveling abroad. 
He says, how do you come up with the idea that you're going to do a movie about a basketball scout for the Sixers down on his luck who finds a great player and is going to bring him back to the NBA somehow and reclaim his life, asked Patrick. And then uh, first revealing, Patrick, blah, 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 um, say LeBron James and Maverick Carter brought it to me. The actor continues. It was written originally that I find a player in China and somehow, somehow Netflix is not in China. He said, so they were like, would you guys please make it the, so we find somebody in Latin America or Europe? So next, you know, I'm in Majorca. And that's how it happened. As Patrick Sandler said, yes, it was originally, I find a player in China. The actor then revealed he was going to star. Or be, anyway, the rest is a commercial, but <laughs> there you go. More oh. stupid political reasons. We're not in China. You can't put China in your film. <laughs> Doesn't that, suggesting I mean, that basketball players don't go to China when they don't have it to play in the NBA here? Because that's not true. Okay. Dion, do you have any? Do you have anything to say about this? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I can't wait to not watch this movie. That's it's, like, it's, it's one of the, it's it's one of those things where like if they're not in China, then you should be able to put put thing, big, make movies about China and have them on your platform. If you're not in China, so what do you, this way it doesn't affect your price, your money, or anything like that. So I don't yeah, see if anything. That. You should be able to put the movies on there and shit talk China as best. As yeah, like I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not following the logic here. Yeah. Uh, neither is Amazon. Have you guys heard about the Wheel of Time? No. Yeah. No. Okay, I haven't. Apparently, it's a really popular uh, fantasy <laughs> series. Long story short, it's getting a a TV show on Amazon, and today the trailer dropped, and a lot of people have been talking about it. It's not a brand of sci-fi or fantasy. No, it's fantasy that I would be interested in. It looks, you know, high adventure, Game of Thronesy ish, that kind of look. I'm not. I'm not excited by it at all uh, from what I've seen, but I don't know uh, the franchise. I just wondered how popular it was. I wanted to pull you guys real quick. Yeah, also, tell me that title is not trying to be Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, look at totally that. Look at that. Hey, there's something yeah. else that came out that was like really immensely popular. We should copy the logo. Oh, okay. Oh, dude, this is tough from Primer. One Gotta Go, Star Wars or Indiana Jones. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Star Wars because, well, no, because that logic. Because I say because there's three great Indiana Jones movies and just one that ruins it. Star Wars has three great movies, three okay movies, and three terrible movies. Yeah, that's why I'm looking at it as well. It's just like Indiana Jones is like the less fucked with franchise, so <laughs> kind of leaning that way. Yeah, but Indiana Jones 4, okay, okay, no. No longer can I use that argument. Well, the fourth Indiana Jones movie, look, Indiana Jones 4 is terrible, but then there's The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker and Solo, a Star Wars story. When you compare that against Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade, and yes, I read those in chronological order of the universe because I fucked up and didn't want to call it Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, but I digress. Indiana Jones wins because it's 75% amazing and 25% shit. Star Wars, not even 50% good anymore. Nope. Yeah, that's that, that's that's the scary part now. Yeah, it's just, Bad ratio. Yeah. Bad robot. Convenient how those, you put them together and that's what you get. I was going to say more like bad director, but that's just me. Oh, God. Dude, bad director, bad producer, bad comic book creator. J.J. Abrams is not for me. Maybe his talent is what's in that mystery box, but he's never opened it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, him and him, him, story. him. 
Well, I mean, I, th- I think, I think, I think, I think that's the reason Jordan Peele's like kind of like shot to shot up, shot up so big is because J.J. Abrams gave him gave him a leg up. Hey Hollywood, um, I can be that skin color. Give me a leg. Up. <laughs> we'll make stealing soul of a movie. We'll make woke busters, and then we'll work. We'll, we'll adapt to the shit I've been working on that's not uh, parody related, which is basically everything else I'm going to make. So there you go. Doug, there you go. Doug Keller, thank you very much. Uh, he got in on the one gotta go. He says, Commando, Lethal Weapon 2, Beverly Hills Cop, or Robocop? Oh. Um, my fucking face right now. <laughs> I'm staring at the camera. I don't know what to do. Jeez. Uh, hey, Dion, do you, you have a choice? Okay, never mind then. He said Robocop. <laughs> yeah. So Robocop's getting evicted. <laughs> I honestly will pick RoboCop because Commando, Lethal Weapon 2, and Beverly Hills Cop are three personal favorites. I respect RoboCop, but I don't like it enough to even own it. So that's what's getting uh, that's getting cut. I don't care enough about RoboCop to have ever purchased the film. I, I don't know. Commando, it. Commando, and, and Commando in itself is a wild it's a wild ass movie, and I do love it. Because the beginning, when he's like this big strong guy, and he's having, he's like, he's like, he's like with, you know, he's like with his daughter, and there's a deer, and there's the ice cream, Jenny. yeah. And then like <laughs> they take her randomly out of nowhere, and and like you know he has, he has to fly with that guy, and he kills him, and then gets off the plane, and finds the other guy, finds um the dude from Warriors, and he he says his line, he's like, he said I was gonna kill you last, I lied, and then just lets him go. Like it's a whole, it's a whole. Remember Sally when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. <laughs> love it. Go. Fucking love it, man. Commando button. God, that's awesome. Yeah, I love, I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, that, that, that and that movie, that movie in itself is like kind of campy, but really fun. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. They're all. I'm going to say Beverly Hills Cop one because two is better. That's what I'm gonna say. Ouch. Yeah. Cold blooded. I'm gonna kick your ass later. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. That's fine. That's fine. And, and even that clip is from Beverly Hills Cop too. So you're proving my point. Thank you very much. Oh, I know. I love Beverly Hills Cop too. <laughs> but the first one, man. It is. No, it's wonderful. It's a great film, but it's kind of like out of out of the selection here. It's like I could what? let I could let it I I could let it go because two is. Let's see if we can li- wake up Dion with this. Hey, what's the music from? <laughs> Every time, guys. There, yes! we go. there we go. He's back. He's back. He's back. Just like magic. So, Dion, uh, now that you're back, let's talk about our uh, next segment to close out our show, the wrestling segment. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Dion, guys. hold on a little bit more. A little bit more, buddy. A little bit more. Damn. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Nope, couldn't do it. Guess what, motherfucker? He's back out. God damn it. Well, when he comes to, let's talk about, let's see how I have it listed. Well, Kendo, you were a WCW viewer, uh, much more dedicated than anyone else here on the show. I watched a handful of WCW episodes. It was always lesser than WWF. But uh, today we have some sad news. Now, the women of WCW, they were the Nitro Girls. They were the other female wrestlers. 
they never really reached the same heights as some of the WWF or uh, ECW women in terms of popularity. And I'm using Lita as an example. But uh, today, sadly, one has passed away. So do you remember Daphne from WCW, Kendo? Not really. That's when I saw that, like, so I essentially message came across at about the same time. You guys, I was listening to uh, Solomonster, and he was talking about it, and somebody had posted something about how she was, like, found dead, and I'm just like, wow, he just talking about how she was doing, like, some kind of stream, and, like, everything was, like, you know, dark and brooding, and I'm trying to remember, and I was like, which, I'm trying to remember, trying to remember, trying to remember, and I could not for the life of me remember who she is. It's sad. I'm not saying it's any, like, less tragic, but I just could not for the life of me remember who it was. I heard Daphne in WCW and I went, okay, but I, you know, it would be disingenuous to act like she was important to me, like China was. Uh, obviously, you want to, you know, pay the respects, but the story surrounding her uh, last couple of hours is the scariest part. So, did yeah. so, folks, what happened is she was on a live stream and I believe Dan was, or Dan or Phil were watching it at the time and she just, uh, seemed kind of down was talking about a couple things and people like Mick Foley, I believe were checking in on her and long story short, she passed away. It was, uh, you know, suicide. So. Yeah, it, it's sad. You, you hate, you hate it whenever something like that happens, but for it to happen like so fast, that was like crazy because literally, it happened within hours of people going, Hey, you know, she was on this live stream and she wasn't acting real great. She was acting really like really dark, really dark and brooding and down. And then, yeah, you get the news like 12 hours later. Yeah. Yeah. She killed herself. Well, uh, you know, rest in peace, Daphne. And, um, yeah, folks, there's really, uh, you're checking on people in your life. That's all I'll add. Yeah. Now we have something, you want to talk about something fun or something depressing, Kendo? Uh, well, we just did depressing, so let's go fun. All right. So AEW's All Out is this weekend. You and I were kind of excited to talk about this before we uh, went on the air because Kendo and I are in agreement. We're going to buy a pay-per-view. Why? Because yep. if there's shit out there that you like and it's the alternative, the counterculture, the alternate or alternative to any form of entertainment – Maybe support it. Now, I have been a WWE fan since 1999, and I'm fed up with it. I love the art of professional wrestling. I think there's great stories to tell, and I shit you not, with the exception of Nick, every best friend in my life was formed somehow through wrestling. How did I meet Dion? Well, I was walking back from the cafeteria one day with my friend Greg, who used to kick the ceiling, and we heard a wrestling bell, and I knocked on his door, and I said, hey, man, are you watching uh, WWE? And the guy who opened the door was Dustin. And so Dustin and I started to hang out, and he goes, hey, blah, 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 one day. It's my birthday. You want to go to the strip club with us? I had never been to a strip club. I was only 19, and I said, sure, I'll go. (laughs) And so I met Dion and Hillary on the way to that strip club, and we've been lifelong (laughs) friends ever since. But Wait, hold on. Hold on. There's 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 something I need to ask. Were yeah. Hillary and Dion going to the strip club as well? Yes. <laughs> we all went together. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. That's gonna be that's gonna be a story for their for, to tell their kids in a few years. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's really kind of innocent. And it just involves like we took this guy, his name was literally Rickshaw. <laughs> Laugh at that if you will. But we were 
in his Mercedes and Hillary laid across the back seat because like she couldn't squeeze in. So she's like, I'll just lay across everyone's lap. So was was he Indian by chance? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that, that explains a lot. He is super big. I think he's still my Facebook friend. I'll I'll uh, show you his profile at Horrorhound. Oh, God, no, we're we're <laughs> I probably I, I probably low key know the guy from somewhere. Oh, well, he's from Michigan, so if you, have, if you know people <laughs> in that part of the country, that's where he is. Or at least was at some point in time. Oh, well. <laughs> so, Kendo, you and I are a little geeked out over All Out 2021. Mm-hmm. Anything special on this card that you'd like to talk about? Uh, it'll be interesting to see Punk in the ring again, not getting pummeled like he was in UFC. So there's that. Um, the fact that Brian Danielson might be showing up is a little exciting. Um, I'm hoping and hoping and hoping that they don't do something stupid like having Jericho beat MJF. I'm hoping that they book it correctly and they just have MJF go over because, you know, he's the younger talent. The 50-year-old Jericho doesn't need to be getting a win back after having lost three, three matches. Plus, he's promised retirement, which kind of telegraphs it, which I hate it when they do that. You know a guy's not retiring, but they're like, I'll retire if I lose. Like, fucking hell. It's like Well, Sean Michaels did. Yeah, he actually retired. That's the difference. Isn't it time for Chris Jericho to hang it up? La Champion? Maybe he can retire for a little bit of the bubble. I think it's time for him to retire. He's 50 years old. He doesn't have it anymore. He doesn't look like he's in really great shape. It's like he wants to go sing his music with Fozzie. Go do that. Come back and, you know, occasionally show up and do stuff. But you don't need to be wrestling every fucking week. No. Now, I have the card pulled up. I'm not going to read it for everybody because I'll spare you that. I'm just surprised, Kendo, that Christian is in the main event for the title. That's because Hangman Adam Page is on uh, paternity leave because his significant other is knocked up and is having a kid. Who is he? Uh, Hangman Adam Page, because he was originally oh, okay. slated to be in that spot. But then I guess he went on daddy leave. And so Christian is now in that position to be in the um, championship title match main event again. Well, it's not the main event. Darby Allen versus Punk is going to be the main event. But. Christian is slated to be in that spot versus uh, Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang. Now, I know he won't win, but I, too, would love if Christian wins. He's a personal favorite of mine. I would like him to win just because I'm tired of Kenny Olivier. (laughs) On Wednesday nights, you like to stay up late, though. That's true. You know, I, you know, stay up late watching you. We know the song, Jeff. We know the song. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... Yeah, folks, I'm. we're going to watch that. We'll uh, have a review over on Patreon as bonus content if you're interested. But next week, we wanted to tell everyone there won't be any live shows on this channel. I have videos, but no live shows. Why? Because we're traveling to Horror Hound. Uh, I will be leaving for Cincinnati on Tuesday, so no high council. And then Thursday, uh, Nick and Dion will be in transit, so there won't be a way to have a show. So uh, we'll be back. We're not leaving. The show ain't over yet. Don't go anywhere. But, uh, <laughs> don't, make me, don't make me act like fucking Marvin Barry right here, okay? Because you could be my star. Dude, that should be what we do when we hit our next goal. We should do like a Marvin Barry and the uh, Starlighters parody. Dude. Kendo, can you see Earth Angel? 
Earth Angel, Earth Angel. Oh, listen Earth. to those acoustics, Please man. That, that's really good. Be mine, my <laughs> darling dear. Love you for all time. Yeah, I can do it. I'll get better. Dion Zack Snyder is the greatest ever. Wow. Just, yeah, just out, just out. Joseph uh, Ippolito, I don't know if you heard me mention this, uh, but I was watching one of the Star Trek movies and somebody had the same name as you and it was just weird. I know it's not you. It is cool, but it's just like, not the most common name. Wonder if it is the supervising dialogue editor from Star Trek Six. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be amazing. That'd be hilarious. One of our listeners, this isn't like us doxing him, and he still listens, was a stunt guy on the Marvel shit. And yeah, he yeah, he years. would yeah, he he was talking about I think he messaged us some of it during a show one time and he was telling us like all the all the all the all the behind the scenes stuff. So it was it was interesting, man. It was fun. Well, it's cool hearing from you know the stunt guys because they're the ones that are doing the hardest shit, and they know how the stuff is actually shot and done. So it's interesting to hear like, oh, before they fix it in post. Yeah, exactly. I agree, uh, Miss Ninja Julian. Kenny Omega cannot pull off the mutton chops. I don't think Triple H pulled it off that well, but wait, he did because his nose is so big, so it pulls away from his face. But... <laughs> okay, sure. That's neither here nor there. Now the thing we talked uh, about. Uh, apparently, Joseph, Joseph Joseph Alito watched Candyman tonight. Uh, good for you, buddy. I hope I hope it was everything you hoped for. <laughs> it's it wasn't. Uh, well, my I, I uh, one, my my cousin from from LA watched it, and I, he, he he told me he was, and I was like, oh, you know, I was like, take it, take you know, I was like, good, I, I you know, if you've seen the if you've seen the first one. I want. I, I wanted. I wanted to hear his opinion on on the current one. He told me it's like, yeah, it was really, you know, it was it was kind of woke, and they didn't match up the lore with what they were trying to do with this one, and didn't make sense according to him. So, I haven't watched it yet. <clears throat> if uh, if if our if our patrons want me to do a review of it, I can, but it'll only sit there. So I don't know if you guys want me to or not. It'll you know, have to go up. To, oh, go up to a vote. <laughs> uh, Flaming TP, we'll get you some OES. Don't worry. Um. Now, the sad thing, Kendo, are you back? No, you are not. So while Kendo is away, Nick, back. Oh, you're back. Okay, cool. I was going to bring up Halloween Kills, but we'll wait. Ooh. So Kendo, <laughs> here's the bad news. Yeah, you know this. Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard will produce the revamped NXT. Oh God! Welcome to the Titanic, and we are all the band. Oh shit! Really? Dude, so yes, gentlemen, to the last song. Yeah, so Nick NXT was this developmental brand that uh, WWE had going, and it was really good when it was kind of like not. How would you describe it? It was kind. So it was like they're developmental. It was on the network. It was pretty good to watch. Triple H was in charge of the whole thing, and it was like old school wrestling. It wasn't the you know. The sports entertainment, if you will, that WWE sells us. Then when AEW came along, they took it off the network on Wednesday nights and put it live and started being a little bit more producey towards it and try to give it like a raw SmackDown type of feel without actually trying. And then they moved it to Tuesdays because reasons and... 
then now Vince McMahon is going to pretty much just handle the day-to-day operations of NXT, and it's not going to be nearly what it used to be. It's going to suck. Now, the guy whose name makes me scared more than Vince is Bruce Pritchard because I love Brucey. Love the podcast that he and Conrad put out. One of the reasons, one of the many jokes that Kendo and I run with comes from the podcast, the Omaha Steak. Well, it's a Jericho thing, but they made That's fun a Jericho of it, right? thing. Uh, but, they started with probably Brucey, but yeah, no, it's a Jericho thing. But like the Batista's dick thing is something we fucking trot out every now and then. That came straight from the, you know, we had a super chat on Tuesday. Somebody on Tuesday asked how big Batista's dick was. So, oh, 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 oh to Mary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mary was excited. They don't call him Drax the Destroyer for nothing. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even care about shit like that, but it's funny. <laughs> so, uh, with with Bruce Pritchard, though, like the guy, I think we just, this is like Star Wars and other things where you have people that are out of touch. At one point, they created wonderful things. They helped influence the Attitude Era and usher in all kinds of great historic wrestling angles, great entertainment, great pop culture moments, but a lot of it. Find me a creator that gets so old and still is in touch with his audience because Vince McMahon is not. He's what, almost 80 years old? He finds fart jokes. He's how old? old? 75. All right. Holy shit. He's a 75 year old genetic jackhammer. Jesus. The guy is too old. How how old is is, is Shane McMahon? Like 50, 51 ish. God damn, they're all old shit. Hey, Nick. We're old. Okay, true, but not 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 by their fifty and seventy are, are way up. Yeah, we ain't had them. Yeah, we're, not, we're not there yet. We're close to it, but we're not there yet. Yeah, <laughs> slowly, slowly chugging along one day at a time. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that a TV show with Mackenzie Phillips or something? Maybe. Oh, one day at a time. Yeah. Uh, the guy was like a. If you're watching the show right now, was that a show with Mackenzie Phillips? Maybe. I just don't think that's uh, in our wheelhouse. No, I don't think we were would have ever on any stretch of the imagination been the target audience for that. <laughs> well, let's move on away from that, shall we? So, yeah, the NXT is probably going to die. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if the WWE has made a lot of big like money decisions, but creatively is like in the woods right now. They have no clue where they're going. Oh, WrestleMania is going to be a big deal. Is it though? Like, why should we care? I really, I, I mean, I really hope AEW can, you know, get, get, get some interest and in at least make Vince go what? And like cause them to do, like cause them to do something different or at least improve. That's all I want from AEW is like just to cause Vince to take notice and be like, Oh, they're now cutting into our business. Well, we need to like, you know, do something. That's all I want. That's all I want. That's all any of us wanted. That's why my anger with AEW is so high. It's because they had the opportunity to finally do something to push the WWE to getting better. And instead, they're just doing everything they can to clone WCW from the year 2000. Well, I've been watching videos about WCW, OSW reviews, Kendo. Like I said to you off air, I think we should figure out a way to do something like that, but not wrestling related. That just looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it'd be fun to do something with OSW. 
I would love that. Uh, they're one of my favorite YouTube channels. I've been watching them for years and years and years. So come on, boys. What kind of bar are you, Kendo? Uh, let's see. Right now I'm wearing a red shirt and khaki pants. I am a cherry popsicle. <laughs> I have blue pajama pants and a cream-colored Spider-Man shirt. I look like an asshole. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's uh, catch up with the audience, and then we will put this baby to bed. Uh, it seems like it's going to be a shorter show tonight, folks, so uh, let's have fun while we're still here. And yes, Buffalo Jeff for president. Keep that rolling. We'll put that on a t-shirt. How's that sound? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so there are a couple Joe Rogan buttons I still haven't hit, so let's press this before we do, get to do, 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 do. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just—that's a good one, Greg Fitzsimmons. And this is—you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. To watch that full video, just go to YouTube and look up Jeff Jarrett Beetlejuice, and you'll get the whole thing. And it oh, never God. gets old. It never, ever, ever gets old. Uh, also, before I get to the super chats, I found a couple. Uh, I found a couple more wank titles. So, nine and a half wanks. Honey, I, stop or my mom will wank. Ooh. Hobbit, an unexpected wank. <laughs> Nick, this is a horror classic. I wank on your grave. <laughs> and that's added to the title of things you need to make all right good jack the giant wanker uh. how to wank your dragon <laughs> who wanked roger rabbit okay oh, mm. snow white and the seven wanks <laughs> so i wanked an axe murderer mm. <laughs> i'm surprised and we didn't get how to wank a guy in 10 days i was yeah i was waiting for that one i was waiting for that one or Wanker Man. <laughs> the Legend of Ron Burgundy. So, up next, Doug Keller. Thank you very much. Oh, Darking Forever says, one has to go. Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, The Rock, or Ric Flair. Woo! Uh, I agree. I agree. That's a very compelling argument there. Um, um, I'm gonna say Hogan because say Hogan. I grew okay. You know what? Because I grew up as a WWE kid for the most part, my introduction to Flair was in the mid '90s when he was on the tail end of his WCW career, and 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 because of him, we have Charlotte Flair. Bye bye, Ric Flair. I'm gonna go with Ric Flair because the argument or the point you made about when you started watching wrestling. My first Ric Flair experience was when he showed up the night after Survivor Series 2001 and bought Raw and Vince owned SmackDown and they were going to troll each other and all this shit for control of the WWF. That is my Ric Flair. Therefore, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, and Stone Cold Steve Austin will beat him and Ric Flair's got to go. Sorry, Nature. Yeah. And see, that's <laughs> a shame too because my first Ric Flair experience was him helping The Undertaker, my favorite wrestler, even as like a seven-year-old beat hulk hogan at this tuesday in texas 
and then you know the 92 rumble so it's like i had positive flair stuff as a kid but then he just you know disappeared and was just like it's whatever but i love his meltdowns on wcw yeah those were real life you know moments when he was pissed at bischoff so Modalicious sends a very on-brand super chat about a film we rarely get to talk about. Let's see, uh, Lumberg Fuckter. Mm, office space. Lumberg Fuckter. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the O face. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. That guy was fucking fun. Yes. Oh, I didn't get to tell you to this about this place I went to this weekend. So people think of uh, California as this land of hippy-dippy bullshit. Yeah, it kind of is. But there was a place. It was a fucking private social club. On the bottom floor was a gun range that you could go to. All you had to do was buy your ammunition, and you could fire the weapons that you wanted to. And they had tons of awesome shit. Then there was a fucking car showroom. And then you go upstairs to this awesome restaurant, and there's a bar. The only problem is we didn't get to shoot guns because we drank, and so we couldn't, you know legally do that but this place was awesome so when you guys come out we're gonna go to I hot think, rods I, and handguns oh, okay, okay. I, th- I thought i thought you were gonna talk about the beverly hill the, i thought you're talking about the beverly hills gun club or something i was like all right when the hell have i been to beverly hills <laughs> look axel foley <laughs> listen man last time i was there you had a house and a pool and shit okay i don't know what happened this is my uncle's what? house dude is, 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 is your uncle in music yeah all I'm saying is, last time Uncle I parked my car here, all this shit happened to it. <laughs> oh man, go put on a swimsuit, goddamn it! There's titties, there's beer, orange juice, orange get juice. your man in the pool with me. Get your fucking... <laughs> Axel, get out of the goddamn pool. All right, so uh, up next we have our friend Primer, who says off topic. But did you guys hear that Joe Exotic attempted murder conviction will be vacated on a technicality? Forbes released an article on it. Good. What? He's getting out? I hope so. You know, you know, you know, you know what's gonna happen. Netflix is gonna make a whole fucking documentary about that, and they're gonna do a reality show on him, like real quick, real fucking quick, man. I'll probably watch for you know the first half of the first season, and then I'll be like, that's, okay, it's that's played true. Out. That's true. Yeah, yeah, because. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, I'm sure he's gonna do some like big thing, try to get money from people, and you know, get his stuff back, you know, going or whatever. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with uh, with that. So he's gonna be remanded uh, for resentencing. Hmm. So the U.S. Court of Appeals vacates sentence for Tiger King Joe Exotic orders resentencing. Uh, according to court documents, the judge affirmed Maldonado's passages conviction, but has decided to vacate the sentence and remain uh, remand for resentencing. So he's just so, gonna get resentenced. That's what it said in July. This is from July 14th, but I'm trying to find out more. I'll look up Forbes real quick. Because I, I I know towards the end of the former president's presidency, there was a lot of people trying to get him to fucking give him a pardon. Because I remember seeing that like ever like trending on Twitter. It's like pardon Joe Exotic, and people were tweeting the shit out of Trump before his account got banned to try to get him to pardon Joe Exotic. Yeah, well, guess what, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, part of part of me doesn't give, doesn't really fucking care. And part of me is just like they're gonna like Netflix is gonna milk the shit out of that reality show once once he gets out. If he does, 
Well, I mean, um, part of me also doesn't care, but another part of me wants to see the fucking glorious shit show that comes with it. It's gonna, it's gonna be so much fun, so much fun. I just miss when Joe Exotic actually mattered. Well, yeah. well, and, and and remember when Joel McHale did that like really dumb like Zoom Zoom documentary about like what happened afterwards? Yeah, that was like the covid uh biggest story like everyone was stuck at home and all we could care about was joe exotic and i was one of those people we watched yeah. every episode of tiger king and then like i think we even had a joe exotic mug and a t-shirt that somebody sent us and then i just it all fell off oh dude yeah, it, was, uh, it was the baskin robbins flavor of the month for the ah sardine oil course. just like don's yeah. shoes yeah. <laughs> whoa whoa that's all anybody talked about for the first month of the Covis, and then anyway. yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, and we were like we we were stuck in watches churning through content that like it that people talk about that stuff so quickly. Yeah, it lasted like a month, and after that, it was just like gone into the ether. It was done. Yeah. Oh wow! I should never leave my windows open. You know, people screaming in the streets. Uh yeah. Yesterday in the alley, this guy was playing a really expensive guitar by himself with no amp. It was weird. Hmm. That's California for you. Fucking California. Oh, Bruce. Jack White says you guys should do a Gundam live stream watching through the Gundam series, some of which you can find on Netflix. I wouldn't mind doing stuff like that on Twitch. Yeah, probably probably, probably do that on Twitch. That seems like a place to Because you go. can show more on Twitch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're a little bit freer. They're not as they're not as restricting as YouTube is, as far as I, as far as I know. I mean, they could change tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah. So. Apparently, there's chicks on there taking baths on Twitch. Oh, didn't they <laughs> fill her bath water, and that was like, oh yeah, Belle Delphine. Well, no, like no, that was the whole thing where like where like you know girls were actually like in hot in like hot tubs and like little kiddie pools in in like you know in like uh, bikinis. And uh, every 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 guy on Twitch was like, "That's not fair. You, you need to ban this." I'm just like, "Really? You're just mad because you don't have tits? That's all it is." Yeah. <laughs> You're mad that you can't get in a hot tub and make a bunch of money because there's not a bunch of thirsty dudes watching you. Well, exactly. Dumb, but you know, not <laughs> not to the level that they're getting. Yeah, exactly. Kendo, before we leave, mm. I watched this documentary the other day on yeah. McDonald's Land, and. Briefly, could you list one or two of the McDonald's Land's characters outside of Ronald McDonald? Oh, yeah. There's the, the constable. Um, there's Grimace, uh, that bird, the Hamburglar. Uh, oh, there's got to be some more, but that yeah, it's Mayor McCheese, the Hamburglar, Grimace. Uh, nothing can kill the Grimace. And that uh, that one bird, and that's about as far as I can get right now. Well, first off, John Ghost, thank you very much for the you, ama- you are amazing super chat sticker. We greatly appreciate that. And you. And uh, why does YouTube use the pair? Does anyone know? Because it's the Grimace's cousin. <laughs> I mean, it kind of looks like that. The reason I asked you about the Grimace, though, they officially told us what Grimace is. Oh, God. Um, Would you like not- to guess what Grimace is? I always thought it was like just this giant grape uh, spice drop thing that just got too big. Grimace is a taste bud. Uh, what? So, yeah. oh, okay, I get it. I get it. So it's like when you get the uh, chicken McNuggets and you bite into that really gross, crispy part that's like not exactly chicken and it's it's probably a beak, and you go, oh, you pull a Grimace on your face. That's there you go. I got it. That's the taste bud. 
Well, now we know, folks. The Grimace was a taste bud. And as we know, Kendo, nothing can kill the Grimace. That's right. Oh, I forgot about the pirate guy. When you'd go to the McDonald's, like the the little play place thing, he was usually on top of the little like lookout area when you were climbing up the little stairs to go down the slide. Officer Big Mac. Yeah. You should, um, I'll send you the documentary. It's like a little um, Yesterworld entertainment video here on YouTube. But they go into the history of McDonald's land and why uh, they can't use some of the characters. Oh, God. Like, they can't use some of the characters now because of it being, like, you know, 2021 kind of thing? No. Back in night, they were, okay. So, you remember that show, um, HR Puffin stuff? Barely, yeah, but kind you of. Know you know of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm aware of it, yeah. It turns out in the 70s, they, McDonald's were, went to an advertising company, and the advertising company came up with McDonald's land. But what they didn't know is that the advertising company worked with Sid and Marty Croft of HR Puff and stuff and borrowed a lot of shit. So years later, they sued, and they kept going, they kept changing it, and they kept trying to alter it, but it wasn't enough. So eventually, in what, I think it was 1985, they had to stop using Mayor McCheese, uh, Officer Big Mac, and the pirate and somebody else. The Captain the scientist. Say what? I said his name is Captain Crook. Captain Crook. Okay, well, they had to get rid of Captain Crook because of, uh, yeah, H.R. Puffin stuff copyright. So, hmm. And then they changed the Hamburglar's design. So I thought it was an oddly fascinating documentary on, like, corporate reasons why we lost some of our, <clears throat> you know, iconic stuff as a kid. What was it? Uh, I, there's been a lot of articles that I've seen today about the FTC coming down on McDonald's for their for their milkshake machines or something. Or coming, coming down to the company for the milkshake machines or whatever with mcdonald's so did you watch that other documentary on why they don't why they're always down uh no 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 but i heard i heard i heard you and culture casino talk about it one time and i was like this is fucking complicated yeah long story <laughs> short they just keep that shit in house and always have to fix these machines and stuff it's yeah stupid. we'll see this this is why we need the right to repair act like all the way through the u.s so this way things can be repaired with you know like with with, with a little you know a little bit easier well, I'm not going to eat McDonald's after this stream, and no, they're not sponsoring this show. So I don't know, dude. If the McRib was there, I would no, because I'd have to drive like 45 minutes. God, to get a McRib. it's not worth it at this point. I just get one tomorrow on my way home. Kendo, Kendo, you can make your own McRib, and it'd be ten times better. Come on now, I've seen, I've, I've, I've seen you send us fucking barbecue videos. Come on now, yeah. that's true. I, I do know how to cook really well, but uh, I will, yeah, yeah. I, I say you make your own, buddy. I say you make your own, and it, it would it would taste. And, and you and you could make you could make enough for like a week. Ah, hey, what does Dion like to say about that? So we might see the end of Disney and McDonald's in the same. Actually, no, they're going to be fine. Yeah, but to say I was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Look, these major American institutions, Disney will eventually make another mistake and everyone will look and laugh and they'll, I'm actually curious to see how the Scarlett Johansson stuff goes down. And I'm interested to see how the Shang-Chi is going to be this weekend, as well as uh, Eternals in a few months. I'm actually a big Marvel fan and I can't wait to see everything pan out. Right, guys? Aren't you huge fans? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more, oh, yeah. I'm more concerned with what do we think Dion's dreaming about right now? <laughs> <laughs> I think Dion is dreaming about 
I was going to say, Dion is dreaming about a 20-piece McNugget, and he's dipping it in Lean, Lean Dunham's sauce. Oh, oh, I need a, oh, we're going to get a puke button next week. Since we don't have a puke button. <laughs> Shut up! I mean, he might be. <laughs> I'm really surprised, like, Hillary hasn't come back to, like, wake him up or something. He just I mean, falls asleep. He just falls asleep De- in that Deion's chair. Dion's dreaming about De- Dion's dream right now. He's walking up to the counter, and Lena Dunham's the one there, and he's like, "I want to get a twenty piece, and I want a vanilla milkshake." And she's like, "The shake machine's down." He's like, "All right, well, I can, I can just shake you, baby." And then he bangs <laughs> Lena Dunham. By the way, folks, we had missed a couple super chats, so let's go back up. Uh, the Oscar-nominated a-hole says, "My grief counselor died the other day. He was good at his job. I don't even care." Also, Tom Hardy for Bond. Oh, that's a lot to unpack. First uh, off, yes. uh, sorry to hear about your uh, yes, counselor. Very sorry to hear about uh, about that. Yeah, but Tom uh, Hardy for James Bond. What do you guys say? Nope. Sorry, I'm okay with that. Uh, he just i don't know he he doesn't have the he doesn't have that that look that the uh, the other bonds have had it's just what about I don't the peaky see blinders it. guy peaky oh killian murphy i mean technically yeah. tom hardy is a peaky blinders guy well okay i'm the other one the, the the main one that you see in the 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 adverts i could get behind eh, i don't want killian murphy to play bond he's too little okay he's cool thomas shelby's a badass character but he's not he essentially plays James Bond because Shelby isn't just a criminal. He works for the government now and is a got all these women. He's cool. He's really cool, but it's just it would be the same character. It's weird to think that he plays not necessarily a James Bond derivative, but if he played James Bond, he'd be playing a derivative version of Thomas Shelby in a way. So that's kind of why I'm against it. What if we get Carol Shelby? Yeah. I like that. I saw Shelby yeah. Coburn in person the other day. Oh, nice. it was at that fucking gun range. Hmm. My jaw dropped because it was beautiful. I was like, whoa, this looks awesome in person. And I'm not even a car enthusiast. <laughs> I just like, you know, nice things. Yeah, it's like, like that shit, man. That's it. Uh, uh, let's, let, let, let's get Daniel Radcliffe as James Bond. Let's, let's do that. No. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. Dion's dreaming of the next James Bond. You're about something. Uh, thank you, the infidel, for your very nice message about uh, the comic. <laughs> uh, it will be on its some, you know, or out. The rest we're shipping them out and stuff. Uh, we have. You don't understand what twelve thousand magnets look like. Sorry, twelve thousand five hundred magnets look like until you get boxes of them. You don't even know how they work. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, but no, it, it's it's nice to have all the stuff here. Has, 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 has there been a weird gravity change in in, in the apartment? <laughs> There's yeah, been a polarity been... shift. Yeah, but is there like a polarity shift or something? Like what's are there are there are there are there problems with your cell phone signal? Like what's what's going on over there? Yeah. You joke, but my cell phone signal's been shit lately. So maybe <laughs> there's massive solar flares happening, and outside of being close to the poles, the other safest place is an apartment somewhere in Los Angeles. It's like we don't know why this is happening, but the Aurora Borealis is really huge right now over you know Lower California, <laughs> over over somewhere in Sherman Oaks. Yeah, yeah. Like all we're of safe like from the here. Blowing up in the down here in the southwest, it's like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know it could get this far. No, it's just Jeff's apartment shielding us from <laughs> it's all the fucking magnets. 
<laughs> I want to thank all the backers of Stealing Solo. You're keeping me safe during the apocalypse. Right. <laughs> Dude, my favorite thing out of the campaign still is the pillow that I had made. It's funny. <laughs> it's got Cecil on it. Who doesn't love Cecil? Mm. Apparently, Apparently Dion. Dion. Yeah. Dion, all right, Cecil hater cool. confirmed. Yeah. Oh. Cecil's a good friend, Dion. Show some goddamn. Even though, even, even though Dion got to meet him in person, just, apparently just, just he did, that wasn't enough. Maybe he rubbed him the wrong way, or didn't rub him the right way. But yeah, there you go. Yeah. He didn't. He, yeah, that, he rubbed his. He rubbed his rhubarb, and you never rub. Yep, yeah, that's rhubarb. Yeah, that's 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 Cecil for you. Go figure. Kendo, I had Batman on the other day, yesterday, and that still holds up. That is the bat. Oh my god! Like just, I was watching the part in the chemical plant where he drive with a Batmobile drives in and just lays waste to everything. Yep. And I'm just sitting there like, man, I know Batman just blew up a whole building of people, but I don't give a shit. This is awesome. <laughs> 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 and if anyone goes bat, nobody dies in that movie. They just get big boo-boos besides Bruce <laughs> Wayne's parents getting killed and Bob and Eckhart and boss, Carl Grissom, Batman drops a bomb next to that guy's leg. I don't right. think he survived. There is a ton of henchmen in that chemical factory when he goes rolling in with fucking Gatling guns and grenades and he blows the shit out of it. What do you think happened to all those people? What happened to the innocent people that were still in there? Uh, they all got deaded. So we should come up with a theory that Batman actually I don't give a shit. Batman killed people, maybe. <laughs> or Think of all the fucking people he saved. That's all I can say. But ooh, I did find the coolest comic uh, that I forgot I bought. It's Batman 89, the comic adaptation, and one page is the comic colored, and the other side is the pencil pages. So it's really neat to cool. see the evolution of the work. So oh, Kendo, nice. get yourself a copy of that. Oh, we didn't talk about this last week. Did you talk about it last week? Like there was one that you found that was not good that we shouldn't buy. Oh, that's the new Batman '89 comic book that continues the storyline. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Just, the just comic I'm talking about is just the one-to-one adaptation of the movie. Okay, okay, gotcha. But it has, like, in my opinion, it has legendary art because in every panel, Jerry Ordway got the actors' likenesses down. Like even every time you see Eckhart or Vicky Vale or just somebody. He, he got him 100%. So I always put that comic in like a special tier because it's, you know, painstaking detail. Here, I'll even show one uh, right now. Was Eckhart thinking about the future? Yeah, you can see it on the panel. There's a little word balloon okay. or a little thought bubble. And it's like him with a wife and some kids and shit. Oh, nice. But yeah, I mean, that looks just like boss Carl Grissom right there. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. That's Jack Plants getting weight laid to waste. Oh, yeah. Nicholson. Oh, I'm yeah. glad he's dead. I'm glad you're dead. Remember that listener? Remember that listener that wanted to get rip and take a walk off a rooftop like Johnny Gobbs? Yeah, Sills Will. He was a Missouri guy like me. He was fun. Oh, I liked that man. guy. That was yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> back in the Wild West days of when we had people on live streams. Yep. Yeah, we'll, yep. We'll, bring, we'll bring that back, folks. It's just been a scheduling issue. We haven't changed. All right, so let me read a couple more since I did get these out of order. I apologize. Darian217, you are the reason I saw the message and went back, so thank you. 007 Cloud says, can't play Tom Clancy slash Ubisoft games anymore. Woke as fuck. For the past few years, all women in their games look like skinny dudes. 007 Whoa, the Cloud. the Ruby Rose effect. 
<laughs> Kendo, tell us about that fucked up movie you watched the other night. Uh, well, see, here's the thing is, as a movie, it wasn't that bad. The problem is the main bad guy, well, bad person, was Ruby Rose. And so I was... N- it's hard to take her seriously as the main villain of the movie, but essentially it was called S it was SAS the black swan or something like that. I don't know. Uh, SAS red notice. Oh, whatever. But this one was called the black swan. Same movie. I think, I don't know. Daisy picked it out. I just watched it, but, but, but in order to make up for it, I made her watch die hard Two. Uh, Predator, and then she wanted to watch Predator 2 because she was like, oh, Predator was fun. I want to watch Predator 2. I was like, I don't think I've ever really watched this other than maybe once 30 years ago. Dude, and Predator I watched two. it. It's... And uh, it's uh, it's not great. It's what? Not great. Come on. Predator 2 is fucking awesome, man. Look, I enjoyed mm, Predator 2. I Kendo. thought it was fun. But it's one of those movies that I watched it the one time, and I'm like, if I never see this movie again, I'm okay with that. Oh, dude, I love Predator 2 so much. It's so much but fun. The thing is, that SAS movie, so it had potential to be like really, really good, because essentially the story is this group of people is working for the British government, <clears throat> and in order to help this oil pipeline go through, or this gas pipeline go through this like Eastern European country, they got to go in there to intimidate the locals and they end up just fucking laying to waste all of them. The problem is because it's modern day, somebody recorded it on their iPhone and put the video on YouTube. So everybody got to see this atrocity and, you know, sort of war crime thing happen. So now Ruby Rose and her family are bad guys and they're being hunted. And in order to clear their names, they like hijack, hijack a train on the channel and kill a bunch of innocent people. And then the SAS has to go in and get them. And, yeah, it's it, it's it could have been a really good movie if uh, you know Ruby Rose wasn't you know the main bad guy person thing non-binary. Well, there's her fucking haircut. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You should look at her Instagram now. She looks like the guy from some for, the main singer for some forty one right now. Like mm. current day some forty one singer or like two thousand one when he still looked normal. Two thousand one when he still looked normal. You know, drinking yeah. in the back of an El Camino. Yep. Yeah. I don't yeah, give a yeah, shit yeah. about nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're, they're 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 like blonde spikes. It's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty uh, pretty gnarly looking. <laughs> I didn't hate some forty one. They they're big hits. I liked all of them when they were out. I haven't. Yeah, really no, they would do that. No, they were they were they were a fun band. Like I like a lot of those bands. Like a lot of the music is in like every movie that happened during that era as well. So it's uh, it's really interesting. They're in Spider Man. Yeah. Yep. So is, so is, wait, isn't isn't Nickelback in Spider Man as well? Well, to be fair, it's Chad Kroger and Josie Scott. And the only reason I separate that isn't because I'm precious about the song. I remember years ago reading how they had to legally stop performing it at concerts because they kept quoting it was a Nickelback song and they were getting in trouble. So that's the yeah, only reason I always separate yeah, it, that. It, it, they it, tried it, to claim it, it was their song and they got in trouble. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's like it's like a hero or something like that is called or whatever. Yeah. I forget. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah I, remember, I remember I remember it playing like a lot on the radio whenever the movie was coming out. So it was everywhere. What I remember back in Cincinnati was the summer of 2002, around the 4th of July. They took that song, they brought it back out, but then they would put like clips of people talking about the soldiers, and it was a very like weird pro-America song, and then it would like cut back into the hero part, and it like it wiped away the original version. So 
I don't know if anyone else in like a in the greater Midwest heard that yeah, version. Yeah, or it was yeah, only yeah. For- okay, it was a real thing. Then you heard it too. It was a real thing because I remember it too. It was like the hero song, and it was interspliced with like the soldiers going off to Afghanistan and all that stuff. So it was that that wasn't just the Simpsons. That was like I don't know if that was like an a cross country thing, but it was definitely a Midwest thing. Okay, because I for years I would tell people about it, and they're just like, no. No, I haven't heard of that, or they didn't believe me. They thought I made it up or something, but all right, cool. <laughs> no, it, that was a real thing, because I remember it. So we have a great question on screen from Dr. Meatball, who's been around forever. He says, fuck, Mary, kill MCU edition. Wanda Maximoff, Hope Van Dyne, or Peggy? <laughs> Peggy Milkers Carter. <laughs> hmm. <sighs> Wait, wait. Um, hope, hope Van, hope Van Dyne. Who's that? That's the wasp. wasp. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Fucking kill her. Mm. Uh, the- fuck, fuck Wanda and Mary Peggy because you know milkers. Ah, uh, I'm gonna fuck Peggy because of milkers. Uh, I'm gonna marry Hope Van Dyne because she looks great in that suit. And Fair enough. Fair I'm just gonna have to kill Wanda Maximoff. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to kill Wanda Maximoff for safety reasons. But in reality, uh, I would marry Peggy Carter because you want to keep her around. Come on. And if we can control, like, if Wanda Maximoff's not going to go crazy and like snap us out of existence, of course, Elizabeth Olsen. But for safety reasons, I'm just going to go with Hope Van Dyne and then kill Wanda Maximoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works too. I'm a little nerdy with my uh, good reason. but uh, 007 cloud to jump back to the point you know you made with the super chat i try to avoid most entertainment where the women are represented a certain way because the body types that you know people have uh glorified or that i enjoy to draw they're out there they're on instagram they're in the real (laughs) world they may not be everybody but you know what we're making entertainment not Uh, everybody has a six-pack like thor so true that's fine yeah, but but we we also but we also want to don't want to see like you know our, our our hero with with a gut the whole time. It doesn't. It's like you know they they have to be superhuman on every level, and it's it, and and to to make them look like a normal person just kind of like takes away from that you know from that whole thing. So I go out of the way to do uh, super feminine, and luckily. Uh, people like that. So, folks, be on the lookout. Uh, no stick ladies here. Yeah, if you if you follow Jeff on Instagram, which I highly su- suggest you do, every now and again he'll do a dump of like sketches he does, and they're always like naked that, ladies, naked, naked ladies with big tits. Like, I hate to say, the naked ladies with big tits have been retired. What? Oh, what? It's called. You can come out of retirement. The point is, I'm working on a lot of other projects, so now with the new equipment i don't warm up the same way that i used to it doesn't take me oh not really, okay never right, needed, i never needed an hour to get ready to draw <clears throat> but i would start drawing stuff and then like, i'm gonna draw her and then i'm gonna draw this thing and i'm gonna draw that thing and before you know it, you spend four hours just doodling to warm up and you're like fuck there goes half my day the next now, world-class bullshitters comic book is gonna be us <laughs> but we're all gonna be naked ladies with big tits <laughs> i mean i can make woke nothing but naked ladies with big tits <laughs> Jeff's going to be like, oh, you know what? I, I just feel like doodling. The next thing you know, he's got a 40-page comic book, and it's our faces, but we're women with big tits. 
I think that would sell. <laughs> I don't know how that would do. Uh, well, I need to say some sample work first. Well, I won't draw you like my French girls, but I'll yeah, please you. don't. <laughs> That'd be really weird. It it would be weirder for me. I'm your friend. It's not like I'm enjoying drawing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, let's. Uh, Darian two one seven says, mm, Dion, welcome back. We were watching you while you were sleeping. Hmm. I guess he's not awake. Phase him. Uh, WTF viewer says the X-rated world class bullshitters by My Black Ass Productions. <laughs> We should start a production company called My Black Ass Productions. <laughs> hey, as long as as long as we get we get at a movie a year, we'll be ahead of Michael J. White, so it's fine. Yeah, and they'll be better I'm than still, I'm still, I'm still yeah, I'm still waiting for his like cowboy like seventies thing that he was doing. I'm just like, it, we're waiting here, buddy. We're waiting. Like, I'd I'd love to I'd love to buy it whenever you got it ready. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking up something, and um, I was laughing at something else. Anyway, uh, moving on. I have an attention span. Darian217, thank you. Uh, oh, hold on. He said, uh, play the horse gift for Dion. Well, Dion's asleep, so I'll just play the opening part because it makes me laugh, and then we'll move on. So I have a question for Who you. Who are you? What are you doing here, and where are my horses? Hmm. They never answered <laughs> that question. I got a great idea, guys, for Party Boob. Hold on. Party Boob! What you do is we have a song that starts out that, and then it's just a dance mix of Dion snores. I think <laughs> it'll be huge in Europe. <laughs> Dion snoring to a fucking like, house music beat. I'm sure I'm sure I'm 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 sure we got some some clean audio of him snoring. We we could have we could give it to somebody and they could make it into like, you know, really awesome like you know, fucking EDM thing or whatever. I don't know, dude. Turn on his snoring right now. Let's see if it works. I thought we were doing this for real, guys. I was going to pause the and start a fucking drum beat. Oh, God. You're going to break it. You're going to break it. Fucking uh, garage band. Don't make me do it. I fucking will. Suddenly, half our audience just popped ecstasy right now and are like fucking flickering their lights. I mean, they have done that too. There is a rave at Dragon Con, so I might partake. I'm not sure. Oh, bro, you are such a 90s white kid. I love it. Chase variant action figure, Raver Nick. <laughs> Your arms just have glow sticks and the wrists spin. I love oh, it. that would be yeah. funny as shit, man. That'd be funny as shit. Dude, we make it like the old style ones, like we they like had a little button in the back and you'd push them, and it would just have have like a really shitty like digitized like voice file. But every time you push Nick, it's just no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You you push you push it, and like the voice would say something I would say, but like, but like Kendo would say it. Yeah. Hey, Kendo. Speaking of pressing buttons, do you remember the? Even though you weren't necessarily the biggest Power Rangers kid or even a fan, do you remember these figures with the uh, their heads where they would flip? Yeah, I have a Red Ranger one somewhere. So they these are this is the new one, uh, but it, yeah, the only reason really I bring it up. Yeah, well, it's new because remember how you would flip his head and press his belt and then it would change? Yeah. Now you press the back and his head changes to Billy. 
But the only reason I bring it up is you could press the button twice and it rechanges. So they finally found a way to improve on the original as it gets stuck. Oh, nice. Yes, yeah, as it gets stuck, as you Actually, say that. Fuck this toy. God damn it, it broke, you fuck it. one job. <laughs> oh shit, Wolverine's down here. <laughs> Did they kill Wolverine? No, Wolverine's cool though. See, he's just chilling here looking uh, badass. There you go. Wolverine's my second favorite Marvel character. I can officially confirm that. All right, so we have a few more super chats, and then we're going to put this baby to bed. Jack White says, Jeff, did you see the article that confirmed that One Piece is in its final stage? I did not. Um, This is over a thousand chapters, right? And, okay, so in August 2019, Oda said that it will end between 2024 and 2025. Uh, Is there more news? Hmm. I don't, you got to show me, send me a link to that. Cause even though I've never caught up and let's be honest with myself, I probably won't be able to catch up on a book. That's this thousand chapters in, but when it ends, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's like mash. You know, I don't know how many people watch. They took, watch they mash took, they took the JJ Abrams approach. I just didn't, they're just trying to find an ending for like a thousand chapters. Like, all right, we finally, finally found a good one and we're going to end it soon. <laughs> Um, oh shit. Uh, this is just for the next super chat from Jack White. I got something up a little early. Um, primer says one's gotta go Star Wars, Indiana Jones. We already read that one primer. Uh, we picked star Wars, Garhart, Anakin, but not really mm. Doug Keller. Thank you very much. Dark, uh, darking forever. Thank you very much too. So here we are. We're back caught up almost Jack White. There we go. He says you need to watch my hero academia already. Guilty man. Guilty. Been guys know sometimes it's hard to get in touch with me right now so sorry but jack white also says um henry cavill for sorry he says you need to watch you you show already as well again guilty Jeez. i won't i won't watch cowboy bebop again until i check out more of you you show but i mean if loop on the third if an opportunity to watch loop on the third or golgo 13 pops up sorry those are my favorite. I like those most more than most American characters. So you know, Japanese James Bond, going to love them. Speaking of James Bond, Jack White, thank you very much. He says, Henry Cavill for 007. Now, outside of Anna, that Star Wars girl just squeeing with excitement. We're oh. pretty much on board for Henry Cavill, correct? Yeah, oh, completely. completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that was, yeah, if, if, if they announced him after Craig, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Yep. Hopefully, no hopefully, you, yeah, yeah. Hopefully they would get their shit together and make something actually fun. Yeah, fun is the operative word there. That's all I need a James Bond movie to be anymore. Yeah, fun. yeah. If you if you can copy like the Brosnan era, that'd be great. Like just like those kind of movies where they were fun and ridiculous and over the top. They were that's all we need. Just just those. Mm-hmm. The crazy mm-hmm. parts about some of the Brosnan movies are while they are over the top, certain uh, pieces of technology have evolved to the point where a guy like Elliot Carver. That's the thing I've said since the <laughs> the uh, inception of the show. Elliot Carver is not this terrible James Bond villain. He was oddly ahead of his time, and he's essentially like a a bastardized version of like a William Randolph Hearst mixed with Elon Musk mixed with Jeff Bezos. And as we have real life futurists 
Put it like this, folks. If we lived in a comic book world, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk would be supervillains. They'd be like Lex Luthor. Instead of going to the moon or going to space to dick measure with Richard Branson, they'd go to the moon to put a laser in and, you know, <laughs> ransom the earth for a, a you know, $150 trillion or some shit. And they're like, Jeff, you-, you make that much in a week. Shut the fuck up. And he's like, dude, I want to control earth. So all of these guys are essentially uh, real life supervillains. Speaking of uh, of of Charles uh, of of Virgin Galactic or whatever, uh, apparently they went like they deviated from their path for one minute, and now the like the FAA or whatever it is like the some agency got mad at them about it, and I'm just like they were in space, like you're getting fucking mad because they deviated for one for a whole sixty seconds. Yeah, they got back on course. <laughs> Who got hurt in that minute, Nick? The children. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody, nobody got hurt. Them. Apparently, apparently, somebody staring at the screen and saw two dots coming together real close, and was like, "Ah!" And then, like, they corrected course, and everything was fine. So, not a problem. Well, not a problem. When do you think we'll get another space casualty? A space casualty. Um, sad to say, I mean, it might be sooner than later because they're constantly reporting about the International Space Station like falling apart and finding holes, and the Russian side is older than the rest of it, and they're having problems with keeping up their stuff too. I mean, there's there, there's talk about um, getting the International Space Station out of space here very soon, and then putting up a lot of private um, private facilities and making and actually doing manufacturing in space in those private private facilities. So. The next, uh, the next 10 years is going to be really interesting for sure. Definitely. Yeah, man. Adam Walford, thank you very much for your generous super chat, and thank you as always. He says, so Wendy's and Sonic ice cream machines and only licensed repairmen can work on it. But if employees of the two companies uh, invoid the warranty, the food company gets sued five – or gets funded five to $10,000. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's – okay, so hmm. I used to work in fast food. I hated it. Well, I was in high school, so it was whatever. Everybody hates the job. It was it was cool to hate your job back then. But long story short, these ice cream machines, these milkshake machines aren't that difficult. That's why I was so fascinated with the story of why they're always down and that it's, you know, becoming a thing. Because I'm working, you know, as a high schooler, taking these machines apart at night. All you do is you emptied it out, then you ran the wash cycle with the cleaner and the hot water. And then after that, you drained it a couple times, and then you fucking took the internal pieces out, were like five pieces, and then you put it in a bucket, in sanitizer, in the freezer at night. And that was it. It was so fucking easy. It literally took 10 minutes. That's why, like, when everyone's like, oh, they're always down or they're broken, as a guy who worked on it, I don't, I never understood that. So there's more. I knew there had to be more to the story. And McDonald's is a lot like Disney. These big companies have a <laughs> lot of really weird rules that when you learn more about them, uh, I don't know. It makes you like them less. Yeah. Uh, yes, Naked Fame. I see you talking about Swordfish. Yeah, I saw that movie. In th- I Swordfish was so much movie. fun. So much fun. Dude, I got my mom to take me to see that movie as a kid. Oh, God, really? That's, that's fucking awkward. That is yeah, fucking awkward. awkward. Yeah. Whatever. That's so awkward. It was weird. Don Cheadle, yeah. My mom and Don Cheadle. It's just uncomfortable. Okay. Oh, okay. She is. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Adam Walford again, thank you very much. He's here in Oklahoma. Every radio station was playing it. Country music radio stations, pop music stations, classic music stations. They would play it a lot. Now, that's in terms of the hero uh, Spider-Man 9-11 America mix, whatever we would call it. I might actually look it up on YouTube afterwards. Take a trip down memory lane. Oh, God. I don't, I, yeah, I don't ever want to do that. 
I, I wasn't gonna. I was gonna go eat my leftover Chinese food and probably uh, play video games for a couple hours tonight. There you go. There you go. Now, Jack White, I'm glad you sent this message about Oda. Uh, I'm not here to compare, but he says, Je- uh, which women look better, Jeff's or Oda's? Now, one thing you're going to learn about, I don't want to butcher his name, uh, Ichiro Oda, is the fact that uh, we both like to draw voluptuous women. Now, I am working my way up in the field. People know me. People have backed the book, but I'm not at one piece level yet. We'll get there. When it comes to drawing women, I always feel that... Uh, I have I have a two trains of thought. Less is more, and more is more. Less clothing, and more boobs, and so does Oda. So you guys want to see this real quick? Because yeah, man. This is on CBR. This artist has a formula for how to draw women. So when it comes to art, the only way to get good is with old-fashioned trial and error, which I agree with. The creator of One Piece learned this lesson the hard way, but Ichiro Oda has adjusted in all these years how he has uh, spent overseeing the straw hats. In fact, in fact. It seems the artist has found a few shortcuts which help him meet deadlines, but other fans are not happy with some of those aids. After all, Oda uses a rather controversial shortcut to draw women, and even longtime fans may be surprised to learn how the artist does it. Now, I'm learning it now, and I just like it more. As is noted by Kotaku, Oda once answered a question about how he draws one-piece heroines always like Robin after fans asked him. Uh, here's the artist, and he got real about it, and there's the formula right there. I don't read kanji. <laughs> I see the letters BS, so clearly this is good. That's but funny. This is how Oda draws. That is them. hilarious, man. Oh my god. Now here's a finished piece right here. Clearly, he's a fan of Fujiko Mine. And you move down here. And so the women's proportions are three circles and one X. Please think and draw this way, the artist wrote. That's funny. Um Here's my issue with people. If you can get offended over a drawing, get the fuck out. Like, seriously, it, it's a drawing of tits. Either you got them or you don't. Uh, if you're insecure about a cartoon, talk to somebody. Not yeah, to there, yeah, there, 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 there are mental professionals out there who can help you with your fucking problem. And also, the, the, you know, there are people who can remove that stick from your ass, too. So, you know, yeah. that's always a thing. I think, I think they have surgeries for that. So that, Jack White was a long answer. Uh, I think Oda draws great women. I just enjoy drawing them. So we have, I have one on this cover I'm working on one folks, when the cover's done, I'll put it on Instagram. You can check it out. Uh, inking is the process that takes the longest, but it's also where I find my style the most. Jack white says, Oda says he has the final panel of one piece all planned out. Well, he's ahead of me on woke bus. Actually, no, I already had the final page of that planned out too. So we're on the same. There you, page, go. There you go. Literally. So Nick Kendo Dion, you're dead. Uh, you know, he's, <laughs> I think, yeah, he's I think, out. I think, I think, think, think Hillary's there, like getting him out, getting him out of the chair or something. Like you can hear it in the background. <laughs> so Nick, is there anything you'd like to say before we put this baby to bed? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, the movie I worked on from a Buckshore Productions, uh, Mother Noose, the, the the fairy tale one. Uh, it might be going for uh, what is it? Um, distribution here soon, hopefully. Uh, we could really use your help if you guys could go to a Buckshore Productions uh, YouTube channel and go check out their trailer. That would be great because if you do that and, and do a thumbs up on the trailer, uh, do a comment on there as well. Uh, that'd be wonderful because that could help us out and hopefully give us some more clout and uh, hopefully make the deal a little bit, you know, a little, little better in our favor. And folks, besides it being a good, fun film that, uh, you know, represents what we talk about. The whole narrative is now go out and create. Nick's been doing it for years. You want to talk about, oh, people got to go out and create their own shit. 
Nick's been doing it. And here's one last final plug. I'm in the movie. So if you need if you need that extra push, support it. We're in. Yeah, it. yeah, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff makes sugar cookies in the in the movie. I do. Yeah. I stood in the background behind Nick while it was happening. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kendo, Kendo helped uh, helped helped facilitate the, uh, yeah, the filming I, of that. I, I fulfilled the Brian Williams role. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're gonna see, we're, we're gonna see that man in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, you are. Now, Kendo, is there anything you'd like to say before we go besides your regular and also pick a number? Uh, big up Bruce Sexico and eleven. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my God. Down goes it's Mr. Flatnut to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. There we go. So, folks, I am currently fulfilling the book. I will have a video on Saturday morning. And until the meantime, um, I'm going to go probably eat something and get some rest. Uh, unlike Dion... I can stay awake for the whole show. There you are. Oh, oh, oh is he is, is is he awake? Is he finally like out of his out of his slumber? Nope. 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 All right. So from all of us here at World Class Bullshitters, thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com slash ooh.